can talk Tatum turnovers all night. We got Ryan in here. We can do a little turnover talk. Mike, what's up? Good to see you, bro. Somebody met- say, Mark, where are you? Your show has started. Ultra, we need to get you up too. We haven't. Uh, I don't know if we've had you on the den. We need to use it up in here. It's it gets a little too old for us in here. We got to bring the median age down by like thirty years if you jump in the stream, bro. Been a been interesting. Top shot sphere. Anyway. It was maybe a little quiet one. It has me wondering. I think a good topic for tonight is what, what are we going to get this summer? You know, this is our first official real off season in uh, a few years now. So we're, bu we're buckling in for what, four months? Four months till we got basketball again. So it's actually, uh, it's going to be really interesting time for Top Shot. And maybe we'll to, uh, maybe they'll be able to grow this month. So in preparation of the old dry period on uh, Top Shot, I started started a lot of NFL all daying these last couple of days, and today was realizing that it's it's time maybe to to start digging in deep. I don't know if you guys are, are doing all day, but uh, if anybody wants to talk all day with me, I'd love to hear some theories. I've been really noticing that um, the average quarterback is like decent quarterbacks between like 15 to 25 bucks and i was like oh okay so that that's that's the the most valued moment of the commons right now so i gotta start getting all quarterbacks because uh they've announced not only did all day announce they're going to do weekly fantasy-esque challenges but uh own the moment has announced that they are now going to do some type of uh moment ranks kind of game for football so it'll be really interesting so it seems like there might be actually a lot of places to use our all-day moments coming up pretty soon because i think uh probably once preseason starts they'll roll it out especially the first weeks to test it so to uh to see how that goes so i had to grab a little justin herbert today who else do i need to grab maybe i, I guess i got to get a patty mahomes don't i I grabbed the Cooper Cup. But there's some bargains out there for some cheap like receivers and running backs. There's some there's some cheap all day stuff. Just a guy talking to himself about all day. My wife's looking at me right now, like, who are you even talking to, guy? Still still no co host Mark. louder and softer is that what someone just said we got ultra here thanks ultra i don't have to just talk to myself here wolf what's up can you hear me yeah can you hear me someone said my mic sucks. it uh it wasn't plugged in properly or something's going on i can hear you better now i was having a little issues before there we go yeah i think the cord was you know you, you sound to... good okay perfect you have to buy one of those like adapters you know because phones don't have mic inputs anymore, so I think my adapter was just a little loose. Yeah, I'm just doing it the old-fashioned way on the phone here. Well, you sound great. You sound like a young spry man. 
Well, glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. <laughs> you excited for game two, so, Avalanche, tomorrow? Yeah, I, I was really hoping I could go, but I mean, tickets are like a thousand bucks to start out at. And as much as I want to go and spend that money, I, you know, I got Vegas coming up. So, yeah, I know that's like the whole <laughs> Vegas trip right there. It would yeah, be pretty no sweet. Although, you know, the Avs team's looking like it's going to be a solid team for the next three or four years. He might get another chance. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I thought game one was just incredible, so much speed. And, I mean, you don't get to see those teams play a lot against each other. Well, in Tampa Bay, there, you know, the game starts and you're like, we're going to, you know, beat them so fast. But they're so great at adjusting. Like, even in that Toronto series, I think they won two games that they were down 2 nothing in right away. Um, so they have, they're just such a good adjusting team. So it'll be really interesting to see tomorrow's game and, and what kind of team Tampa and what kind of, uh, you know, a style they're going to play. Yeah, I thought they were going to be out round one when they were playing the Caps because the Caps had an early. No, they, they played Toronto. Oh, they played Toronto. Caps oh, played, played to Toronto the Hurricanes. Before. Yeah. But they were oh, down three right, two yeah. to Toronto and then came back to win it. Yeah. Poor Toronto. I know. I know. Can never get past the first round, it seems. No, I think it's been since oh three or oh maybe oh two for them. It's been almost twenty years. And the amount of talent on that team, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, hockey's a tough sport though. Like hockey is such a game of like high per, like the margins are so thin you know the best team in the league to the worst team in the league is like two to three percent better you know what i mean yeah. like yeah. it's just such a thin margin game unlike basketball where one superstar plays for 40 minutes a game or whatever so they can make such an impact um right you know i know you being a hockey player understand this too we were talking about this in the wolf wolf pack the other day someone said hockey's easy because the shifts are so short and i think spence was like oh you've never played <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think there are a couple yeah it's like it's that, actually so hard you can hard. only play for 45 seconds at a time because you're fucking exhausted yeah, I think uh, someone also mentioned that basketball is uh, more physical because, and it hurts more when you get hit because hockey players are basically wearing <laughs> yes. uh, pillows and hats yeah. and stuff, so you can't feel yeah, it. <laughs> totally. But they're they're and like totally false. But the only truth to it too is it's interesting as you get older, hockey is an easier sport to play because of it's on ice. You like a lot of basketball rec guys don't play when they're fifty or sixty because it's so hard on your back and your knees, whereas hockey's more like. Yeah, just, it's cardio yeah. hard. You know, it's it's yeah. And you can just glide around on the ice. Yes, too, you so. can play a slower form of it without hurting your back, sort of thing. Um, yeah. Mark, welcome to the show. I'm here, and uh, I'm happy to jump in when you're done talking about Canadian sports. Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> the Nordic people need some love too, right? Ultra guess, lives in Colorado. That's like kind of a Canadian part of America. There's mountains, there's snow, there's weed. It's very Canadian. Basically, yeah. It does sound Canadian. <laughs> I was talking by myself for a while, so Ultra had nicely jumped in as I was just talking, you know, about nothing. 
yeah, I like listening to you talking about uh, what you were picking up on. Yeah, because I uh, haven't really made any moves there over the past few months. I think kids. So what did you pick up? Uh, Mark, mark your mic is just awful. Um, that's okay. We love you still. Uh, I was just really noted, like I was looking at the market because we've got a few different for all day and just looking at like, okay, so quarterbacks are sitting around this price point, but there's lots of cheap receivers and running backs right now. Uh, and with the, you know, with the knowledge that we have that there's going to be a bunch of games coming soon, it's probably a good time to go in and, and load up on players you think will be good at fantasy. Yeah, I was uh, surprised to pull a James Robinson in a pack and then see that he was going for like $5 on the marketplace. Yeah, I, I, so I bought Cooper Cup for 7 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it'll be really interesting to see like how the games kind of play out and everything and what's there for well, us. Well, I think with the quarterbacks, I think they're – like if a quarterback week to week, I could truly see some of these quarterbacks like good ones are about 20 bucks or so. I don't know. It seems like it's an easy double up to me, you know, like stacking a couple of Herbert Herbert, for example, you can get a Herbert common for 22 bucks. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, like from my perspective, I was never like a huge NBA fan until Top Shot kind of came out or until I got into Top Shot I was like always more like NFL fan NHL fan and now I'm like way more into Top Shot than all day maybe that'll change once kind of the season gets going but. I think that that's sort of I, I totally true I mean we just had a full season of Top Shot basketball I think that's true I think once this gets rolling I think there's a lot of potential in September for all day to really take that next leap um Com- you know, compared to strike, which I like strike too, but it's a little, it's just so different because it's not a bunch of games a year, you know? Yeah. And strike also had that uh, burn challenge this week too, which was pretty interesting. Basically like exchange 10 moments for one. moment. Yes. Really like. cool. And cause it's a good player too. So we've had some, you know, when we talked last week about burning, we had a few different opinions. Uh, you know, I think Richard was saying, who cares if we burn 20,000 Bruce Browns, right? Like that's not going to change the market at all, which there's probably a lot of truth to that. But this strike one's interesting because it's for Hamzat Shemenov, who's one of the biggest prospects in the UFC. Like this is a guy everyone loves. So they're saying, hey, burn 10 hazmats and we'll give you an even cooler one. So it's could it directly in, influence the market in terms of they're doing it with good players being burnt so far. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how many kind of complete that that burn challenge. Yeah, I'm not sure how many will complete that burn challenge at all. It's um right now it's about thirty bucks for a hamzat, so it's a three hundred dollar challenge sort of thing. Um, there might be a lot of people feeling like you could buy the moment for a hundred and fifty after. So I don't know. That might actually lower its mint quite a bit, but it it made me hopeful mm. that we see a top shot one soon where it's like, hey, burn a hundred jaw morant commons and get a a super jaw and then maybe we can see some actual like movement in this you know movement going both ways moments getting burned out and exchange for a little more higher end moment of that player right what do you want you didn't do well, you didn't do the job burn i didn't right? but mark did 
is Mark here with us now or I'm here, but apparently my mic is terrible. It always is, so don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> is that my mic or is that me? Maybe it's a little fifty fifty, you know, a little come see, come saw. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little... Ultra, I'm I'm curious. You were talking about how like you weren't a huge NBA fan until you got into Top Shot. I'm wondering, like, in terms of all day and the NFL, did you do, like, fantasy football or daily fantasy football during the football season in the past? Yeah, I was – I've always been, like, huge into fantasy football. I played DFS for a little bit um, in college and kind of just got away from it once uh, sports betting became legal in Colorado. Like, that became sort of more of my go-to versus DFS. Um but yeah, I've never played like any other fantasy sports besides football. So I think once maybe that element gets added to all day, I'll be more into it. But I don't know. Top Shot also just takes up so much of my time and like mental capacity <laughs> that it's hard to keep up with everything. Interesting. Interesting. What part of Top Shot keeps you so engaged on like a day-to-day basis? It's really funny. I don't know if I would be as interested in top shot if i wasn't surrounded by so many other people who are even more interested in top shot so i don't know i feel like there's so many moments that i want still on the platform that i'm kind of trying to maybe work my way to and basically get my collection to how i want it for like the long term i don't know everything is always like so dynamic on top shot I feel like my collecting strategy is changing every like couple weeks. Yeah, I feel the same way. What's the last uh, Top Shot purchase you had that you're really excited about? Um, the last one I had was probably the Jamal Murray. Obviously, being a Denver Big Nuggets fan, um, Jamal Murray first round against the. Uh, I can't remember if it was the first round or second round now against the Jazz where um, his S1 rare, that was kind of a moment I've been eyeing for a while. And I just remember watching him, just Jamal kind of cook in the bubble. And it was uh, pretty entertaining to watch. So kind of glad to have a moment that reflects kind of that part. Is that... I'm trying to remember. Is it his debut where he dunks on? No, it's it's not his debut. I do have that one too. Is the I... debut though the one that's like the the big dunk that he had? Yeah, yeah. No, the um, the the other one is more of a. I think it's a handles play type. Um, it's pretty cool. I'll have to uh, share it with you, but yeah, it's pretty slick. Very cool. cool. Do you feel like Jamal Murray is coming back and going to be a a beast again? The Canadians want to know here. I sure hope so. It's, uh, I mean, it's pretty cool seeing another Canadian um, just play so well because I feel like that's kind of rare. So, I mean, Andrew Wiggins, obviously, and then I'm hoping Jamal Murray can come back and be as good as he was in the bubble or even just – Almost as much as that. I mean, I think the biggest wild card is just Michael Porter Jr. and what's going to happen with him. And, yeah, if the Nuggets can add any more 
talent or at least just get healthy and see how they would maybe compete against the Warriors and the Suns at full health. Were you um, – it last night when I was looking back in the chat, the Wolfpack chat, I, I saw there was a conversation about Steph versus uh, Jokic. Um, where do you come down on that? Where do you come down on that, Ultra? This uh, was – to be clarified, this was prime – in their prime, who would you pick? And right, Spence said team, Jokic. Right? Which, I mean, like, Jokic is great. But, like, yeah. Steph's transcendent. Yeah, I, I would agree with what Wolf said. I mean – Obviously, Jokic is like very talented. He's a he's a unique player for sure. But I mean, Steph has totally changed the game, and he has the ability to basically just you know just carry his team at any moment. Not saying Jokic can't do that, but Steph is more kind of I guess dynamic in his ability to to kind of change a game. I mean, I. I... I agree with you, right? But I think, like, on some level, it's historically easier for – and Jokic has the ball in his hand quite a bit, so he's a, a bit of an anomaly in terms of a big guy. But, like, guards historically have, I think, an easier ability to take over a game or to, like, lead a team because the ball's just in their hands so often. Um, Jokic is different because he certainly has the ball in his hands a lot, although it's because they run through him. Um, but like a guy like Curry, I mean, he's going to bring the ball up, cross half court and, and let it rip, right? Like that's just not most people's game. So I'm with you. I agree with you. I think Spence was on a couple of gummies last night. <laughs> what now, what, here's a hypothetical. If Jokic was on this Warriors team, do they win the title? Instead of Steph. So you traded the guys for this season. Do the Warriors with Jokic win the title? That's really interesting because then, I mean, Jokic has the shooters in Clay and Poole that are just like non-existent on the Nuggets. Um, that's a really interesting question, though. I don't know. What do you think, Wolf? It is interesting. Um I don't know. Like, I do feel like there's an aspect where can he do what Curry did this whole playoffs? Maybe put his team on the back when he needed to distribute Curry play. Maybe, you know, yeah, probably seemed like I mean, Denver we, didn't have a, this year, especially didn't have a great surrounding cast. Right. We know Jokic can score 40 points and get 12 rebounds and dish 10 assists, right? Like statistically speaking, he could fill that void. It's yeah. it's hard to say like they're going to have to run an entirely different offense, um, and Boston would have to defend an entirely different offense. So I, I don't know how you, I don't know how you, I don't know how you put that through the thought process to determine whether or not they would have been successful. But it is an interesting question. Who would be the? You're our resident Denver fan. We never get to talk Denver, Mark. This is our first chance to talk the Nugs. Who ultra would be the ideal person for Denver to trade to play with Jokic? That's a good question. I honestly just want to see kind of this team that they have now um, just be at a hundred percent health and, you know, have Aaron Gordon and MPJ and Murray and Jokic kind of all play together for a full, full season and see how that goes. Because I think they have a lot of the right pieces 
I think Malone is a great coach, and as long as Jokic kind of continues to play the way he's played, and I mean, I, I also hope that he doesn't have to carry the team for a full season and going into the playoffs. So I'd just really like to see the, the team that they have now because, I mean, Denver hasn't been this excited about basketball since, like, Carmelo and AI were on a team. And, I mean, that was just a super, super fun time to, to be a Nuggets fan. And we're finally back to that time. I was just taking a bite of food, Mark. You can leave for a second. I was wondering what you were doing. It's a little early for what's in Wolf's mouth. That's what I was thinking. I was like, are we playing what's in Wolf's mouth already? Not yet, not yet, not yet. We can, but we will. We will, but don't worry, not yet. So, Ultra, I'm curious. Like, um, Obviously, you're you're big into Top Shot and – you know, maybe a little bit into all day and, and some of the other stuff that's on Dapper and sort of associated. Are you in other NFTs? Are there other things that you're interested in? Yeah, I mean, I've been exploring a little bit in ETH NFTs as uh, as uh, Spence knows a little bit. Hey, it looks like Spence is a speaker now. Hey, too, so. yo, what's up? I'm... Uh... I'm at Best Buy. I'm sure, would I like Call of Duty? I'm I'm on it. <laughs> I'm thinking of buying Call of Duty tonight. I just got out of a VR out of a VR game where I'm shooting zombies. It was so fun, and I'm thinking of buying Call of Duty. Wolf, would I like it? Sorry, I thought it was unmuted. Uh, do you like shooters in general? Not not really, but I'm I'm willing to get into it because of my experience tonight. Yeah, then which which ones are there? Black Ops, the newest Black Ops, Vanguard. Oh, Vanguard. Yeah, I think. Yeah, give it a go. Okay. They usually have a zombie mode. It's pretty fun. Okay. I love Warzone a lot, which is Call of Duty associated. But the one player mode of those is pretty cool. I could see you guys. Okay, I'm gonna it. buy it. And no matter what okay. Ultra tells you, I'm gonna bounce right now because I'm going to a, a Ninja Warrior gym. No matter what. Ultra tells you he's minted like twenty five dicks the the last couple days. So he's the expert on he's the expert on um, dicks. He he was just slamming your pick of uh, Jokic over Curry. Oh really? No, I think that's completely reasonable. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. I, I think it's <laughs> yeah, reasonable, but we were talking about that. I think it's reasonable take. Um, but I, so I don't really care what he says. But uh, I gotta go right now. So later. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Later, Spence. Later. <laughs> That's like when we go when a radio show talks to their like traffic guy in the helicopter. We're like, <laughs> we're here with Spence. He's at Best Buy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So Ultra, you were talking about the dicks you minted. Oh what, yeah. What so you- actually, no dicks have been minted. Um, I looked just at bought some- on the secondary. What'd you say? Not minted. Just bought on the secondary. No min, no dicks were minted or bought on secondary, unfortunately. So, oh, ultras without dicks. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I am a dickless and legendary woodless, also. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I've been. I mean, I don't know. I've just been kind of amazed um, at everything kind of going on in in NFTs for the last few years that I haven't really made like any huge bets. Um, I've just, I don't know. I mean, so I, I with Dapper stuff, obviously got into ballers and 
was able to luckily mint a couple of ballers. In <laughs> <laughs> um, ballers, I remember I was kind of hesitant going into it, and then there were those issues with with minting where some people were able to just skip the the line entirely. And That's me. That's me. I was also one of those people who was able to uh, skip the line and bought two, and one of them ended up being a pretty pretty rare one. So I have since liquidated all of my ballers. I have one, uh, what are they called, flunks. So I got one of those guys. And did you, did you mint just one, or is that just what you have left? So I minted a flunk, sold it, and then bought another flunk, sold it, and then now I bought another one so i'm uh trying to rent sync these uh flunks a little bit but obviously not working out too well right now so (laughs) (laughs) so i so i find this really interesting right because i think a lot of people who are in nfts came from top shot and it sounds like you're maybe exploring a bit but haven't sort of made that jump to eth is there something that you can recognize that's kind of holding you back do you just don't do you just not care about eth nfts and you just want to stay on dapper stuff or is there some sort of hesitation that that you can sort of point to yeah i mean truthfully i think 95 at minimum NFTs are probably going to go to zero in a couple of years. So <laughs> I'm just, I would much rather bet on an NBA licensed product rather than somebody in their basement making 10,000 yeah. PFP. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> rather than Dick. So yeah. I mean, like, I, I think, I, I mean, I, I love all the stuff that you guys post in the chat about like smiles and, a lot of the other projects that you guys are involved in, I've just never kind of got into those um, those specific projects. Sure, sure. So, um, is there is there a project that you've seen? Maybe it's Smiles. Maybe it's you know I don't know Goblin Town and those ugly fuckers, or maybe it's um, uh, an Azuki or a Board Ape. Is there something you've seen where you you were like, man, if I would have been early enough, I totally would have bought that. I, I like the way it looks, you know, whatever. Well, I missed the uh, the night where Evan was talking about uh, goblins, so unfortunately, I missed out on that guy. Um, I mean. It's just I, I I'm kind of fascinated behind the, the the market psychology behind everything and why some projects are worth fifty ETH and why some are worth like point zero 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 five ETH or something. But I mean, obviously, Dumbo being in our group uh, minted pies, so that was kind of kind of fun and exciting. Um, I've been paying attention to everything going on in the crypto nerds chat and everything there. So are you, do you have a crypto nerds? Are you like a part of that? Yeah, I have, yeah, I have three of them. Um, well I had one and then obviously got the, uh, the free, the free one since they reduced, uh, or since they, since you were able to get one free, if you had one, um, and then minted another to see if, I could pull one of the one of ones and unfortunately did not. So no, I think, I, I think that that group is filled with a ton of smart people and 
they really know what what they're doing when it comes to sort of the calls and the projects that they're looking at. So, yeah, interesting, interesting. So, but as of right now, you're like you're just so busy and occupied with Top Shot, you're not really looking to get into a whole lot else, huh? Yeah, I mean, I would say first I'm like just occupied it in my day job. It's a very, very busy time right now. And then every other moment of NFTs is kind of spent um, just on Top Shot. And right now I'm just in a stage of like monitoring everything. And I think that's what a lot of people are are just continuing to do is just monitor and wait till they see some confidence back in both the platform and just sentiment to kind of get back into to kind of their their normal collecting, I guess, maybe not normal collecting, but just getting back into into the market a little bit more. Absolutely. Do you, uh, what, what do you do for a normal day job? Why don't you let the, uh, let the spaces world know? <laughs> Welcome to Inside the Handle with your host, Mark Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in my day job, I'm an equity analyst. So I'm uh, heavily involved in, analyzing uh boring companies that generate cash and uh basically valuing those companies seeing what they're worth and seeing if they're interesting to uh to potentially invest in so that's why i think that's why i have this uh i don't know if i want to say jaded view of nfts but um it's really interesting in my day job looking at companies that you know you're valuing them on the cash that they produce and that's how you value pretty much assets or that's what kind of financial theory has taught everybody and then all these projects are minting these mo or minting these uh these jpegs and then they're worth x amount and then they're trying to basically peg some type of utility um and value to them so it's it's very interesting that's why i'm was kind of fascinated by it in the first place yeah, so it's got to be wild for you to see like value being attributed to a company or, um, uh, you know, the 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 representatives behind the company after the product is released, right? Like, take the Goblin Town thing as a case study. They were free to mint, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. and I don't know what they are now, but they were up two, six, seven ETH, whatever. Now they're three ETH. ETH is worth not much. So, but like they've gained value from being free. Um, But you as an analyst would have looked at that and been like, they're worthless. But, but the universe of like crypto and NFT speculation created this value how do you reconcile that? Like, that's got to be a really crazy thing for you to try and battle in your head. Yeah, no, it's it's super interesting, especially when, like, most of the people that I work with are, like, older and have more uh, traditional views of how assets should be valued. And then, meanwhile, I'm seeing all of these projects go from, well, not as much anymore, but so much of these projects, just, like, people became like millionaires like almost overnight um and also side note shout out to uh trevor for uh the diallo pfp change love to see that (laughs) (laughs) um anyway yeah no it's been absolutely crazy to to see i mean i think that's why um i mean i got into top shot because 
like truthfully like if i like i just thought it's fascinating and something that you can maybe make money in and then i ended up staying because i fell in love with the product and have always wanted to uh i guess collect things that i was interested in and that's kind of what it turned in uh to for me from being more of something that i could trade to more of a collectible experience now i don't i don't mean to put you on the spot right but you had if i'm not mistaken earlier that you really weren't like a huge nba fan um until top shot so when you when you say like to get into something that you can collect were you did you collect like sports cards like what was the connection for you that got you into top shot yeah so i mean when i was like 10 years old i would collect uh baseball cards so that was kind of my collectible i didn't really collect baseball cards like growing up in high school or college or anything and i but i've always been a huge sports fan whether that's hockey football um not as much into baseball, even though I collected baseball cards. And um, and then when I heard about uh, Top Shot, I'm like, wow, this... At first, I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Why would somebody pay for a YouTube basketball clip? You know, like, <laughs> kind of whatever. <laughs> um, and then, like, one night, I remember, it just, like, clicked in my head. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this makes so much sense. And then here I was at, like, 12 a.m., trying to like in the trenches trying to pay a hundred dollars for a jamal murray 15k mint uh common moment that is now worth like two or three bucks but honestly i don't really care about that Um, yeah that's all right we won't talk about that part yeah exactly but yeah no i i thought the 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 project was very innovative and i was kind of um yeah just have always kind of had a collector mindset, but I got into it more to to make money. And then my collector, um, I guess, character has now um, come out in Top Shot. So that's that's kind of the path I'm on now. Interesting. So let me ask you this. As a collector and as an analyst, like putting both hats on your head, when you look at Top Shot, as, for example... Whereas you as the collector don't necessarily own the footage, you own the uh, metadata, right, of that moment versus like an, a JPEG on you know, OpenSea or whatever that you can own and then you can use if you wanted to create a clothing line or a set of coffee mugs or whatever. Um, do you, do you, does that like factor into the way that you look at any of these things, both as a collector and sort of in that financial analyst, you know, hat? Um, that's a good question. And I mean, I've obviously heard Steve and others talk about like what you actually own on Top Shot. And obviously a lot of people sort of have a misconception of that. And honestly, I don't even understand entirely what you own and what you what you don't own on on top shop but um i mean i i would not be in top shot if it wasn't for sort of the the community that 
that I'm surrounded by in the wolf pack mainly. And um, it, it's about when you're like, hey, so I'm in this uh, internet chat with a bunch of old guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 it's just really crazy. Like I never, you know, if I if you would have asked me like pre top shot, like if I would have ever envisioned myself kind of on this path of collecting and stuff um i just think in the top shot moments are cool i think it's cool what you what you own it's cool um what you can collect the sets you can collect the moments that you can collect i think that's kind of just really cool i mean i don't really show off my my moments to anyone um but i i, I think when i just like look at my collection and what i have i'm like oh yeah that's cool that i own that moment um not that i have really planned to to do much with it i mean it's can't really do much outside of challenges and then maybe airdrops from from completions and stuff but yeah so wait now that's a really interesting point and that's one that wolf and i have had conversations about on the spaces and have talked to um you know jacob and um others you know luke and others from top shot about like in your mind you have this collection in top shot and if you could in a in a perfect world scenario show it off or or have it in some other way do you have any idea what that would look like i mean i'll give you an example right wolf has talked about like being able to put them into either picture frames or on televisions so that like, when you have friends come over for a party, these things are just like constantly displayed. You know what I mean? So like that would be an example, but do you have any idea how you would love to see you, your ability to show off your collection uh, to other people? Yeah, I think, I think the infinite objects thing is really cool. Like if you have people like come over to, your house you can like have that plane or if you had it on like a tv plane honestly i think one of the coolest things that we don't really have yet is the ability i mean i know we can group moments into groups but i would think i think that'd be really cool if you could pick out certain moments like in your collection and then like kind of make uh essentially like a, a reel of those moments and then be able to either share those uh, on social media with your friends or send them to your, uh, I don't know, other friends that might be interested in basketball or just your, like, in real life friends to show them, like, what you own. I, I think just the, a better way to share your moments publicly um, would be kind of Yeah, Steve had that great Did idea. Remember, Steve and I were talking where he was like, you should be able to put your own music on the highlights, you know, so you can whip up a like my favorite dunks of the season that I own and put in your favorite Drake song and boom or whatever. Right. Yeah, I was going to actually equate that. Um, I was going to uh, ultra is a little young, but like, remember when we used to make mixtapes? Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, It'd be like akin to making a mixtape and then bringing it to a friend's house and like showing exactly. it off, right? Yeah, no, that would be it would be really good. Whereas the like the showcase thing just isn't fluid. It's not cool enough to show off. You know, 
you should be right. able to, you know, we're here we are just talking about things we wish, but uh, it, you should be able to edit the length of the clip yourself. So if I made a showcase, I could just make it of five second clips that all meld together as opposed to watching the whole moment and clicking through it or whatever, um, music, all that stuff. And then you could put it on Instagram and it would look dope. Yeah, I think just better ways to kind of, uh, I guess, maybe edit your moments, but also just like group them together. I mean, like take uh, take Jalen Green in the dunk contest, for example. I mean, the only way they could display top shot moments was on this like bulky phone around a chain um so i think there's definitely ways to, to innovate whether that comes from uh top shot themselves or um the community or some other company or project that might want to problem solve that i think there's definitely a lot of innovation still for that to happen and i think top shot would definitely want to to kind of foster and collaborate on that innovation because the more people that see these moments, I would hope the more people would be interested in the platform and the ability to do that. Yeah. I mean, obviously I think we all hope as the, as the videos spread, right. As more people get to see what, what we're seeing that people would be interested do you think ultra I'm interested you're a sports fan um, but you're also like a you know you're a financial analyst right so you have a different perspective maybe than than some others do you think um, how do I want to ask this Is Jokic I, better you, than LeBron Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no to that but You're crazy bro how is he not You're crazy uh, See, LeBron's hairline is better. <laughs> All right, you got that. But for real, um, and he's better than AD too. All you, all y'all were coming at Jokic for losing to the fucking Warriors, and they just won the championship. Get off my nigga dick. No, we weren't coming at him. Ultra is a Jokic fan. We said, "Who would you rather have?" Yes, Ultra is a call a Denver Nuggets fan. Uh, we said, "Who would you rather have, Prime Steph or Prime Jokic?" Give me yoke, man. Paul Hansen, and my I, in real life friend, and also well, very well, knowledgeable bass, but you gotta chime in on this. I mean, here's the thing though. Jokic just hit his like he's he's just turned twenty six, some shit. He just hit his prime. Like the pet he's he's still going. I think he's gonna have a better year next year. So why why would you choose Jokic over Steph? I mean, I, like I said, it's it's I won't even go that far. It's just tough to say because Jokic just entered his prime i still think is the next two three years are going to be his best years even i mean obviously right now like until i think Jokic will peak higher but i guess you got to go steph right now but we it's hard to say like because i feel like we haven't even seen prime Jokic just yet i think that's fair i think that's fair i mean curry is curry has changed the nba i think it's hard to argue against that, right? Like he's created an entirely different way to play offense and he's forced teams to play defense different and, and literally draft and build teams differently because you need length and you need perimeter defenders in a different way than you had before. Um, but Yogic is awesome and he may not have, have hit his peak yet. So I think that's fair. 
And there's a, that whoever said this comparison, great job. Because I actually like this comparison. I think they're a lot more similar than people would even imagine. First, I feel like Jokic is about to do for the big men what Curry did to the game. Like, I feel like you're about to see a lot of big men, up-and-comers, just, just being more passing-oriented. And I'll tell you this. Those two, I think they're the most unstoppable duo. Like, if you put... If you put Jokic on the Warriors, I think that's a better team than even the KD Warriors. Imagine Jokic slinging dimes to, to all those shooters, man. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think Ultra had said the same thing. Like, if 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 uh, Jokic and Curry were playing together, or if even if Jokic was on the Warriors and Curry wasn't, I mean, you had Clay Thompson and you had Jordan Poole and you had Wiggins and even Draymond can hit the occasional three like that. That's a, that's a different, it's a different team, but it's still a really powerful, potent team in the NBA. So um, I, I feel you. If, if, if Jokic and Curry were on the same team, that would be a dangerous team. There's no doubt. Those pick and rolls would be something fierce. What do you say? Will rock to people that said Embiid was better than Jokic this year. I think they're tripping. I think they're really tripping, and uh, I think, I think every year the playoffs prove it, man. Yep, I know that's how it would be nice if you know Ultra had a good point that Denver's had a bit of bad luck the last couple of years where the team's sort of fallen apart around Jokic injury wise. So Jokic hasn't had his just just due in terms of having a semi healthy team and a and a long playoff run for everybody to get to see him play in June, which is when you can really shine to everyone. That's what I'm saying. And everyone forgets the bubble or hates on the bubble. Jokic wasn't even in his prime then. And then I just been hearing motherfuckers like in my opinion, top three, I'll I'll even I think Giannis one, Jokic two, they're interchangeable, but I think that's top two. And I think three and four is Luca and stuff. But I, I'll tell you what. Every, I've heard some people still think, like, LeBron's better or some shit. It goes, bro, LeBron, even with his team, I don't give a damn what went on with the Lakers. He still had a better team than Jokic this year. Jokic dragged them boys to a sixth seed. LeBron couldn't even make the playoffs. All I'm saying is if you put Embiid, if, if you switch Jokic and Embiid this year on the same exact teams, I don't. I think the Nuggets maybe don't even make the play-in, bro. Embiid definitely played with a better supporting cast than Jokic did, for sure. He's just a free-throw merchant, bro. His double-handed push, incredible. Um, We have a few that that frequent here, but they're not in the chat right now, so it's too bad. They're feisty, too. They would have liked this. Oh, man, I love talking shit to Philly fans, man. They are some bozos. I'm a Raptors fan, so I have the personal memory of just absolutely seeing them get destroyed anytime i want to feel good about something paul hansen and i could I like you guys think about the Kawhi shot and that that silences them oh yeah no i like i like you guys nick nurse always gives them hell paul you want but for real if anyone here thinks lebron's better than Jokic, speak up so i know that uh who, who's the fucking idiots in this room paul you want to chime in on this Jokic talk you got anything to add let's go paulie uh yeah can you hear me Fortunately, yep. Well, I'm forgetting the mic from you. I'm a Jokic. I'm a Jokic. I'm a Jokic fan, but he's definitely not on the level of some of those other players that you discussed. Um, give, give me, give me your top three or five. Where is he? 
Top. Number one, Jonas. Number two, currently. Steph. Yeah. Number three, Durant. Ah, you mean Durant, the dude that just got swept with Kyrie and, and played a terrible series? Are you kidding me? Did you see Jokic against the actual champs, the team that they just beat, that Kevin Durant got swept by? Jokic had 31, 13, and 6 on 58% shooting, bro. Are you crazy, Durant? He's a great scorer, but, bro, he can't run a team and run an offense like Jokic. Jokic will take your team farther than KD 10 out of 10 times unless you just put him as a complimentary piece. He's not him. He's not that guy. Like, Jokic has played zero games in the NBA Finals in his entire career. Oh, like, sorry. He wasn't on the level, fucking there's, – There's levels and layers to being a star player, and you just saw Tatum have this happen to him. When you're all of a sudden playing in the Finals, gets a little bit harder – Got to clam up a little bit more, and what can you do? And if you're being honest, the big games, Jokic is disappointed at times. He certainly got kicked out of a big playoff game down the stretch. Like He just has not shown up to take teams over the top. And until that is done, he quite simply cannot be considered an elite player in the NBA. Uh, like he's amazing. Bro, crazy, he's, made, he's amazing regular season. He's got all the talent. Like, man, I love Jokic. But, like, the true pecking order of the best players in the NBA currently – I think it's hard to argue Steph's not number one. Like, the way that he changed the game, he's won four titles, every single person on the court is trying to watch him. Like, it's just different. And he's done it consistently in big games. So, like, the difference with Durant, 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 Durant has battled in the finals multiple times. Jokic feels You call a that a like- battle? You call that Warriors team a battle? You mean when they swept LeBron and when they won 4-1? You call that a battle? He won won back-to-back NBA Finals MVPs hitting deep threes over LeBron. Settle down. The truth of of it is, is Jokic reminds me of Steve Nash, awesome regular season player, makes makes everyone else around him good, but not going to lead a team to the NBA Finals. What do you mean? He led him to a conference finals two years ago. It wasn't even his prime. I didn't say he was going to do the conference finals. The NBA Finals is different, man. And, uh, like, hey, you're passionate. You got your love. But, like, if you went and talked to 30 GMs in the NBA right now, not a single one would say Jokic over Curry. Not even close. That, not, even, not, even in, not even in a discussion. Bro, even Jokic, you know. Even, even Jokic would say it. That's how ridiculous this is. Like, did you watch the NBA Finals last night? Did you see what he did in Boston, man? Like, come on. It's not even Bro. Oh, I, hey, did you forget last game he had 12 points on, like, 4-18 shooting or some shit? Hey, Tell listen, what, bro. I, you you were wrong about the GM. Bro, you were wrong about the GMs thing. You know every year before the season, they, they pull the GMs. Who would you start a franchise with? You could look this up. Jokic got more votes than start, Curry. Start a franchise with? I want to win the NBA title, dude. I don't give a fuck. Like, those are different conversations. Like, if what do you, you mean? No, it's you not. Pulled... If you yes, could pick is. one player to start with, that's what they ask the GMs. How's that any different? If you're talking about winning next year or starting a franchise to potentially win in a few years, I guess would be the difference if I'm just trying to – Clarify. Well, I meant I meant the same thing you said. I mean, that's the same yeah. shit, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. I like my wording. No, like it's just like sorry, like like it, it, like Steph's now considered a top ten player all time NBA history, all time NBA history. People are arguing he's better than Kobe Bryant, better better than Shaq. Like Jokic said, well, zero. T- sorry no, to say, no. Kobe's overrated. Okay, but like, are you listening to what I'm trying to say? Like. He's on a pantheon level so further ahead than Jokic. It's just not even a discussion. Well, it ain't fair because Curry's 34. Jokic is just under his prime. I ain't fighting you on Curry. That's reasonable. But KD, KD was the argument. I will you defend Will here. KD was his argument. But, 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 K, but KD's also top 15 ever. Like, 
there's just the, the depth of a what? career. None of his rings mean anything. He did make a and finals with guy. OKC so like, too. So like, yeah, yeah, you're the, you're that you're that guy. Like that, like like, like it's okay. Uh, I don't know how to say this without sounding just pompous or a little bit arrogant. No, but like, hey, no. I don't if, get offended. Go ahead. If, if, if you're if you're going to be that guy who just says those rings don't count, then like I can't help you because like they went how, he went how? he went he went head to head against LeBron James and won back to back MVP. Bro, he's yeah, best, you're right. Him, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Steph all won against LeBron. Wow, like, he was the, the best one, player in that series. Both it was a sweep, bro. Of course, dude. It's easy when you have that spacing. You don't think Jokic would go off if he was playing with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry with that spacing? Of course. Like you could you could put you could put any top ten player in place of KD and they would still win. Like I don't think you understand. They swept LeBron. Just, swept four zero. There's, there's just people who think that because he left OKC to Golden State that they they'll never forgive it. And they can't handle it and they they lose. That was weak, about good dude. About those aren't they real rings. Yeah, exactly. I Paul, agree. we could Paul, we could put you in oh. KD spot and they will still win in six. This conversation is painful, man. Like do that sorry, does that count for like, LeBron's yeah, yeah. Miami rings too? I know that was a similar exactly. narrative. Like, 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 oh, exactly right. Like he went and played with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch and everyone hated him and then he's a fucking man and now people think he's top two all time. Like Yeah, because because like, why? Why? Because he came back from a three one lead by himself in Cleveland. Katie never done anything. Well, he, certainly, he certainly didn't do it by himself. There was certainly a guy who was playing point guard who went back to back forty point games and scored well, the way pocket. So like okay, but like so when you're gonna when you're gonna use a narrative, people use this sometimes. They say by himself. That year was not by himself. That was the year that he had a running mate and Kyrie went off. And so consistently for the NBA to win a Prime title, Kyrie. you oftentimes need you need you need an elite player who's the number one and then you need another almost elite player who's a number two. Hence, LeBron could win when he had Anthony Davis, when he had Kyrie Irving, or when he had Dwayne Wade. LeBron can't win without somebody else. So to back up your Jokic argument would be he hasn't had another second-level elite player. You always got to have Pippen. You always got to have whoever it is. And so inevitably in the NBA, Luka's going to need that right now. Giannis, I truly think the Bucks probably win the title this year if Chris Middleton's healthy. Like, that's how tight the margins are. Chris Middleton makes a difference. They certainly beat Boston in that series if he plays. I think they probably roll in through Miami, and I do not like the matchup if the Bucs are playing against the uh, Warriors. I think he just dunks all over the Warriors the whole time. So, like, a certain injury to a player who's not even a top 15 player in the league can change the whole direction of the NBA. The margins are small. Right, so why are you holding against and, Jokic? And so, <laughs> I'm not. He's just not in the conversation with the, the other guys yet. Um, he, hasn't, he hasn't won a title. You, got, you, you see he's having to bark me all the time. got to win a title. And it's, That's what you're saying, though. my guy. It's my guy, Paul. top 15. Yeah, it's me. Hey, that's what you're saying, though, bro. You're saying because, oh, KD been to the finals and got rings. If you put Jokic in KD's position and put him on that team, guess what? Same result. So now is Jokic better all time because he won an easy-ass ring? Like, I don't think you're understanding. They swept him, bro. Uh-huh. It, was, it wasn't like some hard-fought battle. It was it was no – they they probably could have beat him without KD, bro. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. It's, yep. it's a it's a it's a hard, it's a hard it's a hard conversation. Like my best my favorite basketball player Dude. of all time never made a final never made a finals and can't be considered elite because he didn't get to the finals and, and he had games. I don't where subscribe to that though. In the Why, don't let people tell you what to do. <laughs> I do to defend KD. I'm not saying Paul's totally right, but I mean KD was one toe away from going to a dragging a team to a finals last year and yeah. looking incredibly yeah. impressive. And for the first half of last this season, currently. People sort of were sh- saying MP- MVP stuff about KD uh, until sort of <clears throat> Father Time wore on KD over a long season. 
Um, nah, he's overrated, bro. So he, a question I asked Ultra earlier, who's a Nuggets fan, I'll ask both Will and Paul this. Um, who is that second fiddle that Jokic needs to play with? Like, ideally, who would be the best player that Nuggets could get to play with Jokic? Hey, we don't need no one. We got just let Jam- let uh, Jamal get healthy. Let MPJ surround him with actual competent wing defenders, not Faku Campazo and Austin Rivers. Okay, and uh, I'll tell you this much: fucking Jokic last year. Everyone likes to forget he beat uh, the fully healthy Blazers. Dame having the series of his life, games of his life. Jokic beat him in six with his starting backcourt of Facundo Campazo and Austin Rivers. A 30-year-old rookie and Austin Rivers just signed from his couch. Jokic dropped 33 points, 50, 40, 90, and beat him in six. I do not see KD doing that at all. Ultra, what do you got to say, being an, also a Nuggets fan? Love you, Ultra. <laughs> hi. I've tuned out a little bit, but I do agree with Will's point. I think, like I said before, I, I'm just ready to see the Nuggets at full full health and see Murray come back. Um and also MPJ and, you know, just just let them roll together and see how far they can go. I honestly, you know, I want to see them compete against Dallas now getting um, Christian Wood and, you know, seeing them play against Phoenix and wherever Aiden goes, see what that looks like now. And also the Warriors, obviously, and the West is going to going to be a dogfight next year so do you think the nuggets with a healthy team are going to have a good chance of coming out number one in the west i don't know um i don't know i mean the, the year before that they were i think number two in the west i could be wrong on that um but they will be yeah. number one they will win 58 plus games they will win the championship. Jokic will get final MVP, and then I'm going to come right to Paul and kick him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the confidence, Will. <laughs> I love it too. I love it. Will, do you collect Top Shot as well? This is sort of what got. Do you do you do NBA Top Shot? This is why we're all here. We all we all sort of met through NBA Top Shot. No, I like Papa Shot, but other than that, I just like talking ball, baby. He's running through my fucking veins. Like, like that, that's the funny thing. Like, Jamal, Jamal Murray is one of my favorite players in the whole world. Absolutely stud. Jokic the man. First series one moment I ever bought was Jokic. Like, I'm not a – I love Denver. Like, this is what makes it so ironic. It's like, I'm just arguing with you because you, you have him on a level that he's not quite at yet. And that's he's, what happens he's top when you're two. That's what I, happens I'll accept when you're ahead of him. But like you, you get to be fanatical about your opinion, and that's that's amazing because like I've been that way before as well. But you know there is also just sober second thought, or however you'd want to describe it in life. And truly, if you're talking to the the GMs of the NBA, if you're talking to Sam Presti, and you know those type guys, Masai Ujiri, like, Jokic is just not on the level of the guys who won a title. That's just facts. Um, but you know everyone All has right, their own is he opinion. Top five but, for you then. Yeah, he's KD, like, he's, that, that's he's absurd. Like, but he's like he's like five to eight. He's like five to eight. What? 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 Oh my God! Please tell me. Okay, you said you said the first four. I disagree with KD so much. Who could you possibly like? Please, who? who? You t- you talking about like LeBron? Like who? I think I think healthy Kawhi Leonard next year is probably in his same path. Like what happened have, in the bubble? But yeah, I don't know, dude. Kawhi has multiple titles. Like 
and has proven himself over and over again in big series down the stretch, can play both sides of the ball. Like, so like yes, Jokic has had some good regular seasons. He's yet to have a playoffs where he has made major winning moves in the biggest of games. And until you prove that... Do you know his game seven stats? But like, dude, which game did he show up and win and make it to a, a far into a finals? Never happened. Bro, like, you keep harping like, it. Like Here's the problem with that finals argument, though, because if you put him on the on the Spurs that Kawhi was on, he'd be in the chip. You obviously put him on the Warriors that KD was on, he'll be in the chip. Like well, I'm just think, talking straight up player, he, bro. You're talking wins, team. Do you think he wins the championship with the Raptors? Because I sure don't. Prime Jokic with the Raptors team? Yeah. No. I mean, okay. yeah, because if you're assuming like all the injuries are the same, right? I, I genuinely do believe, uh, as you know, as long as all the injuries are the same, the Warriors aren't full strength. Absolutely believe it, because guess what? Kawhi wouldn't have won that either if the Warriors were full strength. Well, I, I can't go down that path because that changes the my, my life and love of basketball, and <laughs> nothing can take away the rest of the win. Uh, um, I forget my bad. I forgot. I'm like my boy Derry here. Like, you know, when I'm having a tough day and I just go and rewatch over and over and over again Kawhi hitting the dagger five bouncer and poor Joel Embiid having to stand there like a sucker and watch it go in. So, you know. Nothing, nothing can take away my. Uh, All right, my is Jokic title. better than Embiid? At least, can we agree yeah, on yeah. that? Oh, definitely. definitely, and healthier too. I, I, I argued this in our chat group with a bunch of these NBA people recently, where they were trying to say Embiid's better, and I was like, Jokic plays a full season. Like Embiid just can't be trusted to play a full season. One of my fa- one of my favorite guys on the NBA, Stan Van Gundy, obviously longtime coach. He does like a pretty good show on one of the ESPN podcasts. And he was laughing last year at people who tried to say that Embiid is better than Jokic. And he would do the same argument that I've been doing now. He's like, go talk to every analytics coach in the league. Not a single one would say that Embiid is better than Jokic. Not a single one. So, like, there are some points in time where the majority of an opinion has to be taken as kind of a truth. And some people don't want to do that because when we're a fan and when we're involved with sports, we get to cheer. But – there is a point where one player is just better, and Jokic is currently just better than Embiid. It's not really arguable. Um, and, you know, I would say the same thing about Steph. Steph changes the game more than anybody else in the NBA right now when you're trying to defend the Golden State Warriors. Anyways. That's a reasonable take. I just have to cook your ass about the KD take. That's absurd. That's absolutely Fair absurd. Well, I, I unfortunately have to go and play one of uh, Gary's favorite games, which is uh, – what am I going to eat and get in my mouth? But uh, anyway, lovely chat. <laughs> right on. If you guys have any good talking hot, to you, Paul. If you have any good hot takes on some all day buys, anybody out there? I'm uh, looking at losing some depth. Wolf, who are you buying an all day today? Paul, I bought a Herbert, twenty two bucks. Um, I was just looking at those. Cor- I think Jamar Chase. Um, I want to get next. Um. Mahomes seems a little overpriced. Um, Wilson only has a rare. It's kind of an annoying one. Uh, but just who you, who you think is going to be good in fantasy next year? I think getting the quarterbacks now, though, is the is the key play because they just seem a little undervalued in the uh, all <clears throat> all day market. And there's not that many of a lot of them. They've started trimming down uh, the the minting of all these quarterbacks, and it looks like next year they're going to do much less. So. That's that's what I think. Another friend in a group chat recently said to you know don't overspend on a running back as well because they're uh, they're always likely to get hurt. So get your quarterbacks. Jokic outplayed Curry round one, Paul. 
<laughs> Give him something to think about while he's uh, making food. We appreciate it. Mark, we, Mark, we needed a good little debate here. Yeah, that was a fantastic debate. I didn't know. I thought for a second maybe Will was actually going to come through the phone and, like, <laughs> bit slap Paul. I was I But was he was concerned. respectful in the end. We, we yeah. wondered, Will. We were like, maybe, maybe. No, okay. He he dialed it into a good. It was a good and respectful. Yeah, uh, I almost wished ill on his family. Uh, and like you said, I almost jumped through the screen and broke my foot off in his ass. But Paul's actually a good guy. I guess yeah, they're not that bad. That not that bad. Yeah, it happens. Fuckers. It happens. I did. Will I will let you know. Will I always thought they gave North America a bad name. Personally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Canada giving North America a bad name. Um, I will let you know, Will, that I did as a Canadian this year. Uh, make maple syrup for the first time in my life, and I never had felt so Canadian before. Like it, it was like something happened to me where I was like, "Oh yes, I am my full self now." Yeah, see, this is why I don't fuck with Canadians, bro. We're just so different, <laughs> but that's great. You, t- you- <laughs> Will and I go to the store. We buy maple syrup. <laughs> I usually do too. No, you guys don't buy maple syrup. You're buying that like terrible corn that Aunt Jemima like name brand. Arbage. Oh hell no! Come on. Hey, don't go in on that fat <laughs> beach. We it's all it's all real maple syrup up here, Wolf. Come on, making it was wasn't that hard. I'll, I'll be honest. I went to a buddy's house. No shit. I went to a buddy's house and I was like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Well, we tapped our maple tree and we're gonna make maple syrup." I was like, "Oh shit!" So we just had some drinks and made maple syrup for the night, <laughs> just like you imagine Canadians would do. I'll... Sounds like yeah, it was pretty bad. Pretty there. pretty hard stuff, you know. Just uh, making syrup, hanging out, not getting shot. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> wow, low blow. <laughs> You're right. I'll just fly down. <laughs> Didn't get stabbed either. Yeah, you don't get stabbed either. You're good. Violence is at a low. Well, well, I like you guys, but fuck Justin Trudeau. He's almost as bad as Paul. <laughs> Paul. Just as handsome as Paul. I have met Paul in real life. He's one of my actual friends who never comes up to speak, but uh, just as handsome. Just as bad Dude, politically, but, wait, but just as handsome. Oh, I have some hot takes for Justin Trudeau, but that's another thing. Yeah, that's true. That's time. Jokic, Jokic is better than Justin Trudeau. <laughs> 100%. Jokic would give him 50. I would love to see the Jokic brothers fight on Trudeau. That would be a good one. All three of them. <laughs> a lot of Canadians would like that. <laughs> oh, that's good. You can, you, can, you can put that on pay-per-view. I'd come over to your house there and watch it with all the boys. Yeah, that's true. Like, we have that on, we'd have that pay-per-view for sure at the fight house here. Thanks for Justin Bieber. Yeah, I know. You're welcome. You can, take, you can keep Shania Twain too, dude. We let her stay in Vegas. We don't want her back. Uh, we will we will <laughs> um kevin you jumped in did you have something you want to say we were talking kevin likes to talk top shot we were talking earlier with ultra about just sort of uh future stuff um jump in what do, what do you want to talk about kev what do you want to talk about first of all i think that i'm with paul on kd probably better at this point than Jokic, but I do think that Jokic would be better than KD the next few years. When that's just because your name's Kevin, bro. You buy it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, 
at the moment, KD is still better scorer and that's it. See, <laughs> I told you. And, no man, that's it. Look, look I, I mean, Draymond uh, defended Jokic superb these series, and yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, he shut him down to 31, 13, and six on fifty-eight percent shooting. Locked and I don't, his ass up. And I don't think uh, Draymond could do that against KD. Although, oh, you're right. You, you're right. So, how, how did KD do this year? I forgot. I mean. When you're talking about the series, yeah, KD did really bad, but I think matchup wise, uh, Jokic could still improve a lot better. He'd probably go 50, 20, 20 in a few years. But yeah, so I mean, I'm not saying KD will always be above Jokic, but at the moment, KD still above Jokic. But Jokic, like you said, he hasn't peaked yet, but he will for sure. If I'm going in, you know, just to put a cap on this, we don't need to argue KD Jokic all night, but if I'm going into next season, yes, we do. I probably do take Jokic on a health basis for sure. Yeah. Nah, that's... man, don't add that caveat, brother. Just say it. Come on. I think if, I think if Durant was healthy, I think I'd. I'd take him. I think I would take him if I thought he was going to give me 82 solid games. But um, just kind of like what Paul said, that playoff clutchness. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's close. It's definitely close. And I think that's to say something great about Jokic, too. The fact that you're close to Kevin Durant, someone who over the last decade has been one of the best players. That's uh, a pretty incredible thing that you're even comparing him, you know, so. I don't think it's out of the. I don't, I don't think it's out of this world if you think Jokic is better. Ultra cook these niggas, bro. Ultra, who who are you taking, Jokic or Durant next season? I mean, I'll just go with my hometown Jokic. So, uh, and I'll just leave it at that. You're just afraid of Will. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Ultra. We're on the same team for now. But, hey, man, enough with these caveats, bro. Oh, if he's healthy, oh, because he's from my hometown. Hell no, it's Jokic. It is Nikola Jokic the Joker, the Serbian samurai. You heard it here first. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think I'm with you. I think if I was, like, looking at next year, I'd probably take Jokic without without thinking about it. Um, But I think it's going to take next year. I mean, I think the interesting part of the conversation is, like, Kevin Durant is one of – the great players in the NBA and in the history of the NBA. And we're having a conversation about who's better, right? Jokic or Durant. And I think starting maybe now and maybe this year moving forward, we're going to look at Jokic as a better player. Um, But I think Jokic has some work to do to like get himself to the, the, the Mount Rushmore, if you will, of the NBA. Like, I don't think he's there yet. Um, but he's certainly, he's certainly not, I don't think he's peaked yet either. So, um, it's going to be an interesting next couple of years. So let's see, he had 27, 14 and eight this year on 59% shooting. So you thinking about 32, 16 and 10, then, then he's on there. Maybe he's got to win. 
I mean, ultimately, I think everybody in the NBA, and the NBA is probably a little different than, than some other sports, but, like, the NBA is generally defined by winning championships, right? When you talk about the greatest players, when you talk about greatness, you talk about people who have won championships. And I think that's what it's going to take. And I don't know that it's fair because the NBA is also a sport where you need, as Paul mentioned earlier, you need a second horse. You need somebody else at least, but I'm telling you, you got to win. And that's the bottom line. So if Jokic wants to get to that like top, top, top level of the NBA, he's got to win. And fair or not, that's where it comes down to, in my opinion. I can live with that. I can live with that. I'll tell you this. Next year, if if assuming they're all healthy, Jamal and MPJ, if they're healthy and Jokic chokes next year in the playoffs, I will come to this space and I will look Paul and Kevin right into the screen and I will say I was wrong. I like it. But until I then, like it. y'all niggas That's tripping. <laughs> That's fair. That's like fair. I think, I mean, listen, I think, I hope, I hope, because I'm, I was a huge Michael Porter Jr. fan. I hope that he can get healthy and I hope that he can have a career because I think he's super talented, but we got to see it, right? Like he's had, he had issues in college. Now he's had issues in the NBA. I, I hope that he can be healthy. I think Jamal Murray will get healthy and he'll be back and he'll be fine. But I, I, I just hope back injuries can be tricky, and I hope MPJ can come back from it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't like that. He's you're playing with fire with that one. He's way too injury prone. That's what that's what Denver needs to do. They need to figure out how they can get a real wing that can make buckets down the stretch in big playoff games. I mean, uh, Stockton and Malone went to the finals twice, and as good as they are, they aren't anywhere near top 10, top 15, top 20. That's why Jokic needs a I think win. some people would have Malone in their top 20, even though he's a fucking pedo piece of shit. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but... He's a pedophile. I, I, not oh. kidding. Look it up. Yep, yep, yep. I agree with Bill there. Jesus. Now I'm Googling this. I feel like my computer search is going to be compromised by Googling you guys this. Should. Time to burn. Time for all you motherfuckers to burn your Carl Malone jerseys. Well, I'm stuck with I'm stuck just with that he was delivering more NBA than star again. Carl Malone got a 13-year-old pregnant. Jesus. Yeah. It gets, it gets crazier. He has he has two like illegitimate kids. One of them made the NFL, and I think the other one made the WNBA. WNBA, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you I guys talked confirmed. about? I got, I got confirmed. I got nothing. Yeah, confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. I googled it. Read some articles. It's terrible. Have you guys talked about uh, the the trio being better than I don't know? Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, or Timmy, Tony, Manu? I mean, are you saying, like, who's just better straight up or who's more successful or just who's better straight up? Yeah, probably. Yeah, who's better I mean, shit, up? I guess you, you got – I mean, you got to go with – you got to go – you got Jordan, man. I don't know. Because, yeah, you got you to, to, right? Jordan I mean, and Pippen's pretty unfuckwittable. 
This is going to hit Mark in, a, in his yeah. heart, though. Mark's a giant Spurs fan. Yeah, and I if if we're talking about trios and just the trios of like all NBA players, all stars, whatever, Minobo, um, Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan. I I believe that that trio had four championships, right? Uh, uh yeah. Oh wait, no, yeah, four because the other, the fifth for Timmy was David Robinson, right? So four. Right, right. So yeah, that yeah, yeah. trio had four. The trio of the Warriors have four. Jordan has six. Pippen well, three. Two, well, like that, that trio is three because Rodman wasn't there for the first three feet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So the the trio, like you could take Jordan and he has six. Pippen, but like there's not a trio there, right? What about yeah? I Rest. guess Bosch, LeBron, and Wade had two. Man, honestly, that yeah. And then the 2011 losing to the Mavs, like. Nah, yeah, that can't the, happen. If, you, if that you're trio is out of the out of the conversation already, losing to Mavs, they're already validated at that point. Hey, but Mark Timmy's underrated, bro. And if, and if you could tell why, I like Jokic too, I love I love a big fundamental big man. So Timmy's underrated too. Put some respect on Timmy, Big D. But yeah. then. Listen, in, in my opinion, in my opinion, uh, Tim Duncan is the greatest power forward the NBA has ever seen, man. You're I mean, wrong. Giannis is Mark, coming, but you're wrong. You, Mark, won't you argue that the the trio of the Spurs are better than the Bulls simply because they've dominated two thousands and they even won on twenty fourteen with a tough competition like. The upcoming trios of the Heat, the OKC, and did they even face Golden State that time? I don't think so. But OKC, yeah, you know, like so. I'll be honest. Like I have a really hard time, um, and and probably a lot of it is because it was my childhood, and I was like in awe of it. But I haven't. I have a really hard time discounting Michael Jordan and the Bulls in any regard. Right, like. I watched that guy with the flu. I watched that guy, no matter what the situation was, he wasn't going to lose in the finals. And I think the Spurs have, like, built an absolute juggernaut. I mean, they're not, like, now, right? But when, like, they had Duncan and Robinson and then Duncan and Parker and Ginobili, and, like, they built an incredible team that was able to withstand a number of years. But I wouldn't put any team above any other team that was led by Michael Jordan because that guy was just not going to lose. And I just – I remember watching it and just being in awe of it. All right, Mark, do they – the 96 Bulls versus the KD Warriors, does does Jordan still get it done? I, I would never bet against Jordan. I just wouldn't do it. Like he, he, I, he just doesn't lose when he gets like when he gets to that point. He just Jordan doesn't would lose. love that challenge. You know what I mean? Back in the day, he would have loved going against another team that people said were as as good as him. Uh, oh, yeah, he'd take it personally. He oh, he yeah. elevated yeah, for sure. But but how about how about Mikhail Parish Bird? 
Bef- before my time. I mean, <laughs> it's hard. it's hard to say. Like, it, but like, I I still I would take Jordan over Bird, and wow, that's take, racist. It's okay. Racism I, against I'm, us white folks not, is okay. I'm I'm not entirely sure that that's true. I think he's just a better basketball player, but that's okay. Because um, he's black. So, what? No, man, go ahead. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take Jordan. I'm going to take Jordan almost all of the time. I, 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 I can't – again, it may be because I was young and just impressionable when I was watching these games, but, like, that guy just did not lose and would do whatever it took. He would make whatever block, he would – whatever steal, he would hit whatever shot. It didn't matter what the situation called for. He wasn't going to lose the game. Would it change if the Spurs won 2013, though? Uh, I, it's hard. I don't know. I don't I mean, think so. I mean, I mean that I'm makes a, a five championships. Fan, right? I love the Spurs. I'm a huge Spurs fan. So it's hard to say, but I just I feel like there are very few situations that I would not bet on Jordan. That's fair. That's fair. I guess that didn't make much of a debate I guess, as much as I thought. <laughs> and when you it's throw hard. Jordan in there, man, it's tough. Yeah, right, right. Like, it's hard to argue against Jordan. <laughs> in any facet. Yeah. I just don't even talk about his ball head ass personally because you can't even debate when that motherfucker comes yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. So there's an aspect where some of the younger cats they never saw him play and didn't see those moments where Jordan was just mind blowing. But uh, yeah, it's always it's like the Paul was still in the womb. <laughs> no, Paul. Paul was old enough to see some Jordan. Paul's seen some Jordan, bro. I I watched Jordan Jordan's finals games on VHS tapes because I don't think U.S. has simulcast here in the Philippines back in 1998. Right. So. Manny Pacquiao. Ultra, you'd have been too young for Jordan. Um, Jay, we got you on. We got the other co-host here, Jay. Let's get away from barbershop hypothetical basketball arguments, although I do. They are fun. Mark could talk about the Spurs all day. I will be honest. I think I've mentioned this to you, Mark, before. Um the Spurs and Tim Duncan and those guys were so good and stingy at basketball. I almost like stopped being an NBA fan for about four or five years there. Cause I was so tired of watching the Spurs in the playoffs. Like in those mid two thousands, I was like, ugh, turn the shit off. I love it. Do you know who my favorite spur of all time is? Mm, Boris Diaw. No. Tiago Splitter. No, come on. Who is it? Bruce Sean Bowen. Elliott. Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott. I love Sean Elliott, man. Did you go see them play in San Antonio during any of those runs? No, I didn't. I went to Boston a few times and to New York a few times to see him play, but I never got down to San Antonio. Y'all got some big old woman down there. I can't speak for the size of the average female in uh, San Antonio. Never been. So I won't pretend to. But I'll take your word for it. Ask Chuck. Take no, his word. you're taking Chuck's word. 
<laughs> Jay, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good evening, Wolfpack. How's everybody we doing? We are good. I we joined, good, baby. Ooh. Yeah, joined uh, and, and and caught some yeah some good debate. Uh, but the answer the answer is is Jokic Jokic is better than KD. I uh, like this guy already. Yeah, and I mean if you if you want to talk about it, it you know, I KD is seven feet tall, and you know nobody can touch his nobody can touch his jumper, right? He can get buckets. You know, he's long, lengthy. Once he could finally, once he had enough strength to, to, you know, uh, bench press more than, more than the the bar, uh, you know, he he his game kind of came came together, or whatever. But you you look at which what Jokic is doing without anybody of note, and still averaging what he averages while locking down and holding down the defensive side, like that's an all around player right there. And that's what's going to get you championships, right? Top two teams, just top two defensive teams in the league, just just wrapped the season right now. And you know the Celtics went through KD, they went through the Milwaukee, went through uh, uh, Philadelphia. You know a Heat team, like I mean, it, it was all it was all having to do with the ability to to defend, you know, those star players and wear them out, um, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah, Jokic needs some help. And when Murray comes back, you know, you're going to see him, you know, he just adapted uh, the, you know, the whole, the whole season. He was what they needed him to be depending on who they were playing. Uh, and he's uh, younger and getting better, you know? Uh, so uh, yeah, definitely. I'm on, I'm on that. I'm on that Jokic train in that argument. But I know we were trying to, you guys were trying to move on. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. You, 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 you help us move on here. How was your, how's your week, Jay? Were you... Oh, it was good. It was good. I, uh, you know, I've been, uh, I've, I've had my head down kind of, you know, doing some cat captain stuff, you know, have, uh, um, is everybody participating in, in your, you know, respective, you know, favorite teams kind of, you know, are you guys seeing your captains do some, some good giveaways and such and vents and whatnot? I got a giveaway from the Hawks team. You got a giveaway from the Hawks team, Kevin? Yeah, I got a Jordan Clarkson throwdowns because I think I participated late in the score yesterday. Minute or so, they gave the magic career to someone earlier, and then they gave me a uh, Jordan Clarkson throw. Then we're losing, yeah, we're losing, yeah. Oh, I mean, I got a Jordan Clarkson throw down from. The Hawks. Uh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Team. I, Jay, I haven't because I don't think I'm part of. The, <laughs> I am part of maybe the We Are the North on uh, Discord, but I just don't go on Discord enough to really get too involved with my team captain. It's sad enough to say. Yeah, it's been it's been tough, uh, you know, to say the least. You know, I had. Uh, you know, everybody in the kind of Timberwolves fandom, I, I splashed it in the org- organic discord. And then through the top shot channel, I had 
set up a Google form asking way too many questions, uh, you know, just try to get a finger on the pulse of, you know, what, what people wanted. And, uh, you know, overwhelmingly, uh, you know, the response is, uh, you know, they want stuff to, they wanted stuff to go through the, the top shot, the official top shot channel. Right. Well, you know, there, you know, you have access to whatever channels you hold. If you hold, a, you know, a series two, a series one or series two set, you have access to the channel and you see the same people in all these channels, you know, entering all the giveaways and whatnot. And so it's kind of it's kind of hard to to determine, you know, how how well you should gate some of these, you know, contests and whatnot. And uh, to your point, you know, not everybody's in the Discord. Uh, you know, Discord fatigue is real, man. Uh, you know, if you're in, involved in a bunch of different M- NFT projects and then you're following all these, you know, the notifications get wild. Uh, you know, the FOMO gets out of control, all that. So some people just can't, can't, can't hang in the Discord. And then not everybody has a Twitter either. Uh, and so, you know, I've been... I've been trying to do a little of A, a little of B. Uh, this uh, for game six, uh, I gave away six MGLEs, uh, you know, and and one was like a Twitter, you know, Twitter entry, uh, two in the Discord, or th- yeah, three in the Discord as just a reaction giveaway, and then and then I made uh, uh, then I made people work for the the final two by doing you know, some, one was a challenge where they had to make a showcase their uh, five favorite wolves moments uh, and then fill out a Google form. And then the last one was, was, uh, you know, kind of a, you know, guess the winner and the, the, the final score. And uh, the guy who won actually, you know, had, uh, well, the final score I, I believe was, was like one Oh three to 90. If I'm, correct there and and this this person said you know uh the warriors would win 100 to 92 so you know missed it by just five points so it's a pretty good pick hey jay here's a random question this is a little inside baseball if you're listening we ran a wolf pack contest this year pick the winner of the regular season and you win a throwdown do you remember who helped put that on was it you <laughs> <laughs> I, I, all i know is that when we when we when we had the wolfpack uh form i was like yeah i got these diallos i got these moments and and presumably they got recorded somewhere but i i do not recall uh, someone ever, uh, wanted to do this but i can't remember who and i found the original post but it only shows we gave away one throwdown for entering the contest and then we had one going to all the a winner of the people who picked the right team, but I don't know what it is. Just a little inside baseball for everyone. Continue on. Yeah. And everybody's memories are so short though. You know, you can, you can make, you can, you can get engagement by making these wild offers and then you never have well, to that's, pay up. Well, that's what it was. I wanted to yeah, not. We, well, we can't do that. We can't do that. Wolf, I will give a throwdowns moment. I'll give an S2 throwdowns. Whoever picked the Warriors, put him in a raffle. Well, Whoever wins, okay. I will give an S2 throwdown to that. tonight. Look at that. Okay. I love it. Were you trying we to get me to admit that I had offered? I a- thought maybe it was you. I just thought it was maybe you. I just couldn't remember. You know, it might have no. been 
it might have been Benjamin. It it might have been, which if you're in the Wolf Pack, you're having a laugh right now. Um, <laughs> I Blanco gave away the one for people entering, but I just don't remember who the hell. And I just want us to be on the up and up here. I don't want someone to be like, the Wolf Pack said they were going to give this thing away. We had about nine people guess Warriors. We had hundreds of entries, and actually only about nine or ten picked the Warriors. Well, they let's raffle them off, and I'll hook them up with okay. something. I will do a raffle, and you heard it here on the, the Wolf Den. Mark's going to give him something. What a guy. Yeah, yeah. Check back in six months, everybody. Check back in six months <laughs> yeah, when we, we remember to do that full. Right. We, we can't do that. We can't be those people. Come I know. On. I know. Love it. Was was a great finals. Did you have fun watching the finals, Jay? Yeah, that was, I mean, it was enjoyable. I was torn. I really wanted it to go seven. I wanted to see, uh, I wanted the, the Celtics, you know, to figure figure it out, you know, have another, have another shocker. But uh, when it came down to it, you know, they were just gassed, right? All their series went longer, uh, you know, tougher, tougher road. Uh, I think I saw a stat or something like that. Like uh, Tatum ran like 10 miles more than Curry did during the course of <laughs> the playoffs. I mean, so uh, they just ran out of steam. But uh, I like, uh, you know, I like the Celtics, uh, you know, for, for, you know, if they can keep, if they can figure out a way to, you know, if, if Tatum's the alpha and, and Brown's his, his, you know, his, you know, quiet Robin or whatever, you know, that's, that's some good, that's some good stuff. I mean, RG three, like he got better as the series went on. And unfortunately he wasn't the one that they needed, but it was, uh, it was some good basketball. It was, uh, you know, nice to kind of put to bed the, 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 you know, argument of whether curry is is you know an all-time you know an all-time great uh because he hadn't won that uh uh finals mvp uh you know even though even though wiggins had a couple of games where it looked like he was <laughs> maybe gonna snatch it uh snatch it from him but all in all it was uh it was a uh, it was a good series yeah i'm with you i was hoping for game seven but it was it was a fun series to watch so now we turn our attention to the draft, right? And cool and the most important the... games of all. And Vito's really waiting for the new moments for Summer League, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be in those moments. It's true. It's a good point. If you're, if you're planning on going to Summer League and you're not in the Wolfpack and you're listening, uh, whether it's on Spotify or live, look for us. We're going to be Wolfpacking it up at Summer League. I'm going to be sleeping on Mark's floor and uh, really taking in the whole summer league experience. <laughs> We're going to go. I think the bulk of the Wolfpack is going the first weekend, right? Yeah. So we've determined, um, you know, Top Shot's going to go the second weekend, I think. But we've determined um, that oftentimes. In summer league, the best players, the ones that you want to see, uh, play the first weekend, and then they just don't play anymore um, because you know they've they've done their thing and they're resting up or whatever. So we're going to see see them play, see the best players play, uh, see the opening 
parts of the summer league. So if anybody's out there while we're there, certainly would love to uh, to see you in real life, and uh, we'll, we'll be able to make fun of Wolf together. It'll I'll, be put ma- I'll put I'll put so wait. many things in my mouth. <laughs> so many things. Well, it sounds like it sounds like we're gonna have have a a, a tasting tour at at the what is it the what's the restaurant the Thai restaurant uh, that we're Lotus going we're going to Lotus. Lotus yeah the Lotus okay I thought it was something of Siam or something oh I think but... it is Lotus of Siam maybe oh yeah. Lotus of, Lotus of Siam okay yeah so that's gonna that's that's gonna be awesome gonna be doing some top top golf yeah some we're gonna some, have of a... us are, some of us are going to 50 cent are you in on 50 cent jay <laughs> i'd go I'd right go i posted cent. that up there and i got no love and i was like what that club i have you, i don't know if you've been to dry's nightclub it's incredible like the sound and the production quality i saw big boy there it's on the roof of a skyscraper there's pools and the sound and screens are amazing yeah, no, I was in I was in college when Fifty first dropped, and uh, you know his his all time greatest greatest commercial hit was definitely played at every. Oh party my goodness, yeah, time, every so. time, yeah. So that'd be fun. It's also a fun nightclub so, where they charge a different price for men as opposed to women. No joke. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I, even the fifty cent the fifty cent show is forty bucks for women, sixty bucks for dudes. So I guess I'm bringing a wig and some. Yeah, makeup. exactly. I was I was thinking that's what I would do too. Wolfette coming through. You have to if you're sleeping on my floor. You're not paying a goddamn premium to go see. <laughs> Take me to the candy shop, Mark. Take me to the goddamn candy shop. No, but that's definitely where I'm at in my kind of uh, you know. Uh, uh, concert you know concert going career is is now it's it's uh see see everybody you can before they die right uh yeah <laughs> I, I finally i i finally saw the rolling stones this last year uh and that was you know that was bucket list um you know i've seen i've i've seen three of three or four of the beatles uh uh i got to see bowie before he passed prince so on and so forth you know that informs you you know go go to see those 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 bands who are still hanging around yeah. and making that music uh saw the uh casino down the road they had the had uh i think they still call themselves the the temptations but i think it's only one i think it is i think it's some of their kids it. i've i've had them at where i work before at the theater i work at yeah, it's like fifteen bucks. Let's do it. Go see the Temptations. <laughs> well, Mark's taking us all the fifty cents, so don't even worry. That's right. <laughs> what else we got? Ultra. I think it's going to be Ultra versus Jay in trivia tonight. Oh my god! Oh Mark's no! Still going to make me do this <laughs> after my last performance, where where on the last question my battery died, and so it looks like I just ran away. This is redemption, Jay. <laughs> the story I will tell my children forever is you ran away, Jay. <laughs> It'd be hard to top our trivia battle last week, too, Mark, which was pretty awesome. We had Mo versus Dumbo in Dapper Trivia. The Dapper employees squared good. off. That was pretty incredible. Mo wins despite 
not knowing there's three feet in a yard. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> he thought there were 36. <laughs> 36 feet in a yard. And the guy fucking wins. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is we all we we all get remembered for our worst trivia answers. Yes, questions. You know, Cleegans and not knowing the Olympics. Mo and his thirty, you know, thirty six feet in the yeah. yard. And I would have to say, mine was the gaggle of bees. Oh yes, that was a bad one. <laughs> oh man, so good. Um, what else we got, Mark? Do we want to go into trivia? Do we want to do we want to get any Top Shot stuff out of the way? It was a it was a weirdly slow week in Top Shot because we're they're just sort of waiting for the season to wind down, and we don't really know what we're yeah we don't so, know where we're going. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. Um, before we wrap up for the night, Wolf, I'm curious where you are on your um, S3 base set completion challenge chipping away chipping away i've been i grabbed most of the cheaper stuff because it's fallen let's see where i'm at officially i think i only have like 20 more what do you need let me just check let me just check probably all the expensive ones i think kaminga just jumped yesterday because kaminga is now the second five badger available on the platform Oh, right, right. So Kaminga's a five badger. I think Jordan and Wara is the only other five badger. Um, you still have you still have Scotty, oh, right? Scotty. So you don't need don't need Barnes. I went and grabbed a few of the twelve k ones because it was a good time to buy. Top shot's going really slow. I'm trying to see what I need here. It's going really slow. Sorry. It's the new game. What's on Wolf's internet? Yeah, the suspense. Isn't Modio five stars? Isn't what? Sorry. Moses Moody. Is Moody a five star as well? Is he on Golden State? I don't think he is. I think it's just Kaminga and Nawara. But I, I think it is, too. I think it's just the two. Yeah, I'm at 322 of 347. No, Moody is also a five-badger. Moody's also a five-badger. I just checked it. Is he? Yeah, because he, yes, yeah, he was a four-badger this year. So, yeah, he would be. Um, yeah, I need, need Aaron Wiggins. I need Davion Mitchell. Jalen Green. I need Mobley. And Cunningham, so still a few that are pretty expensive. So I'm feeling like over the summer they're gonna, I'll find a time when to post Vegas to drop and grab them. Those are the big ones. I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say post Vegas. I would say while we're in Vegas, start like start making deals with the Wolfpack and see if you can just get them. Wait until they're drunk mm. and gambling shit. I like this. I'll offer some protection. Be like, mm, I'll I'll fucking beat this dude up if you need, but it's gonna cost you a Cade Cunningham, right? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, Duh, I need the Wagner, but yeah, I'm at three twenty two of three forty seven, which has been good. It's one of those things where I don't I don't need to rush it. You know, sometimes you need to rush and finish a set. Nah, I just want to get it done before the season starts next year. Got got months in it. I'm in a nice spot with it, but I will do it. I, I have I, I have held all these crappy season three 
moments long enough that there's no other choice than to finish this damn season. Right. I like it. I'm like it. Is it for is it for perceived, you know, airdrops for completing the set next year? Since you were so close? Or is, or was or is it you you're just that big of a basketball fan that you got to collect. Um, I like the idea of having a whole base set, you know, I just, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, at the start of the season, everyone was really hating on it. And I just started buying them cause they were so cheap. And I was like, ah, maybe I should just slowly collect this cause everyone hates it. And in the past that's kind of worked out for me. You know, everyone hated the playoff set last year. I collected it and it ended up being a great, great thing to buy. I mean, in terms, I probably should have sold it in January when it really spiked up. Um, just one of those ones where it's like, oh, no, this is doable. There's only, there's not going to be 550 moments like Series 2. It's a little more reasonable, and I think it'd be a fun one to own. I think that um, when they're selling sets, that'll be pretty fun on the marketplace, too. And maybe having something like a whole base set would be a nice little chip to dangle in a few years or something. I don't know. I can't really tell you why exactly. And were you at any point hoping to complete like S2 or was it? Or was no, it I like came in too late. Because of where the market. Too yeah, I came now? in too late. I'd almost more consider it now because what used to be so expensive about S2 is not nearly anymore. I mean, the, the Lamello and the Halliburton aren't, you know. 1200 bucks each or whatever so there's there's almost some more reasonableness to it um but yeah i don't know i figure something about it it's it's three 347 that's a nice nice mint count what space two is like 550 or something so this one's considerably smaller good rookie class in this in this S series three two there's a really good rookie class Yeah, with how with how many of those those rookies you know really came to uh, showed up in in some of the flash challenges, I'm yeah I'm big on on snapping up uh, uh, these S three rookies for next year because they're only they're only going to get better. Yes, I agree, and I think you're right, and like really shows that when S four comes out, like fighting for those rookies right away really paid off this year. So one would assume it would next year too. And it seems like next year we'll probably get even less uh, offshoot sets reproducing the same rookies as well. So, I mean, how many times did the Barnes hit for you, Mark, when you had it? Yeah, Barnes Cade a couple of times. Probably a ton of times, too. Yeah. Bones. But yeah, then that, that's that's my that's my summer plan for Top Shot is just finishing off season three, base set, um, and hopefully burning some other stuff. And I think I'm gonna start like I was saying at the top of the show. I'm gonna start focusing a little more time onto trying to get my all day squad together for uh, play the gamification side of all day coming up pretty soon. I think that's gonna be sooner than we imagine summer's going to fly through and it's going to be september and you're going to go shit i should have bought a bunch of those football moments at uh at june prices you know so don't go out there and snipe mine but i think that is the the play get get your all day squads together 
Yeah, I don't know, Wolf. I think you're convincing me to uh, check more, check out uh, All Day a little bit more. So maybe I'll spend some time. I will actually say All Day today introduced one of the best new marketplace features, too, or collection features. Uh, there's a new All Day challenge. And they actually mark the moments with a little, like, almost like a hazard sign, whether it's in your collection or on the marketplace, as a moment that is in a challenge currently. Slick feature. I, I like wow. that feature a lot. So you can go right to the all-day marketplace right now, and you look and you'll see these exclamation mark moments, and that shows you that this is one of the ones available for a challenge. They have a challenge right now going on with uh, collecting players that were traded. So if you look at like Amari Cooper or Carson Wentz or Tyreek, they have little, they're indicated that they are in a challenge. Tyreek Hill, 20 bucks right now. That's the guy I need on my team. Is that his debut? Uh, not his debut. Some of the better players have a debut and another one. That would be his common 8,500 one. Yeah, it's interesting that a lot of, I think, isn't Herbert's debut a, a rare? rare yes, I think the Rogers debut might be rare as well. Um, Tom Brady debut is a common. I was lucky enough to pull one in a pack, but I definitely sold that sucker. Yep, I did as well. That's interesting, the moments that they're choosing to uh, make rare debuts versus common debuts. Mm-hmm. Not sure I understand Not either, that, but... and it sounds like they've already talked about their next season roadmap in which they're not going to do multiples commons of any player and they're really going to trim down too. So it'll be interesting see, to see how they go moving forward. Um, football's interesting because there's so much turnover every year. There's a lot of, there's a lot of players that might be fun to have for one year and you don't end up with seven, you know, we have 10 new John Morant moments this year. You're going to get a lot of player options in all day. And some of those debuts you're talking about, not they're not all name brand dudes, but if you toggle the search to debut, there's some really cheap bad stuff in in all day. Really cheap. A lot of Nico Mannions out there. A lot there. of Nico Mannions, yeah, there is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an all day guy, Jay? Yeah, like so I got in I, I mean I got in on the, you know, the, as many drops as I could at the beginning. Uh, but that market, you know, you know, tanked almost immediately yep. into, to where everything was, was, was virtually worthless unless you were really hawking it. And, and I just couldn't juggle it. I got into, you you know, uh, a cool cat set holders. So I got, you know, advanced access to all that. And so, you know, here I'm fucking around with suicidals and UFC yep. and all day and all this stuff. And then, uh, you know, again, you know, it, it took it took, uh, you know, Veerman on one of the, the spaces, you know, kind of saying like, you know, I just don't have the bandwidth, you know, to keep up with all this shit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I like watching a UFC fight, but I don't know fucking any of these guys outside of, you know, Conor McGregor and, and, and Gano, yeah. and, you know, a, a few others. Uh I did see, you know, I did pop back in just because there was like uh, the first burn yep. kind of challenge. Yeah, really cool one. And I was like, and uh, and I did, you know, I did recognize that, you know, the the mo- you know the moment was one that I, I I went to check it out and it was like, yeah, burn ten of these, you know. And so I go into the marketplace and I was like, 
they were going for like $33, $34 and uh, you needed 10 to, you know, 10 commons to burn for like an upgrade or uh, to a, you know, a rare for that, for that same fighter. And I had one and I was like, yeah, not, uh, you know, not going to spend $270 to burn a bunch of moments. So I listed mine and then I don't know if it's sold or if it's got undercut or or what happened with that but um but i have some i have some all day stuff i have one you know i have the the uh raven's tight end rare is the best moment i pulled from a pack but other than that you know just a lot of a lot of stuff and a lot of people a lot of nico manions right who the fuck is that guy? You know, <laughs> like I even I even got a Minnesota Vikings player, and I was like, I've never heard of this guy, not once, not in the newspaper, not anywhere. How does he have an NFL All Day moment? But a lot of Nicole Hardman's too. Yeah, so I don't know, but like I mean, it, it, again, it's it's you know they they you know continue to develop you know, all these, you know, various products. I wish they would take, you know, what is successful on one and, and, and bring it to the other platform, like, you know, the hazard sign uh, and whatnot, but they seem pretty intent on keeping them, you know, largely independent from one another right now, uh, just to kind of, to see how it all shakes out. But Evan Singletary, four bucks, Aaron Jones, six bucks. There's some deals to be had here. I well, you were talking. I bought a uh, Kansas City moment, one of the team moments for six dollars because I'm like, well, eh, maybe there'll be some utility to that. The stuff's just so cheap. Um, yeah, you should go on there, Ultra. You know a bit about football too. I think now is a good time to strike and load up a little team. And just who you think? Because it's going to be interesting. They've said there's going to be two challenges a week somehow tied into gameplay, whether it's going to be a fantasy lineup or not, um, and that they're going to have burning challenges every week or every other week as well. So it does seem like they're really going to start putting the the challenge into motion and all day soon. And I could see it taking off with just it's uh it's once a week format over basketball's constant format. I thought I saw a, a, a kind of statement from own the moment that they had partnered with they, all day. They have, for, for doing they have a game. Yeah. The, the kind of the moment ranks type of type of play for, yeah, they announced so. that yesterday. Own the, uh, what's it? Is it called Rumble or it's called something like that? Yeah. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of use for the moment soon, which is cool. That's why I think quarterbacks get them, get them while they're cheap. Um, especially some of the bigger ones, you can still find some some that are under twenty bucks. So, um, yeah, interesting, interesting stuff. Big big summer ahead. It'll be interesting to see what. What happens for all these projects is if we enter a real slow period, and maybe that's good. Maybe we need a really dead period, or maybe it's just lots of burning for Top Shot. I don't. I don't know. I just hope they have a like a burn a hundred commons for something soon, and we start getting just swaths of hundred commons burnt in Top Shot. Mark, should we trivia? Should we? Do the the young guy stepping into the ring for his first time? 
100%. Let's get Ultra up here with his financial analyst hat and yeah. see how much he knows Actually, about shit that has nothing to do with you know what, to tie this back in, Ultra, you, you, Mark was doing a great interview about your stuff before uh, we got arguing about Jokic for an, an entire hour. Um, I can't believe that. An entire hour we, we argued about Jokic. It was great. Um, as a guy who, you, do, you, you know, you said you do financial analysis and stuff, what you're probably adept at then seeing a company that's propped up on falsities or in the NFT world, like a rug. Um, what is it about sort of dapper that gives you faith because you said that you you are leaning towards stuff like dapper as opposed to other companies due to your prowess and your day job before you answer that ultra what i was getting at like way long ago is is similar to that question but like you get a you get a, an nft that comes out like goblin town that you don't know who is backing it or who owns it or who controls it it, it goes crazy in terms of its value. And that is sort of like where you have your financial analyst hat and you're looking at that cross-eyed, but you also have like this understanding of the space that we're in as it relates to NFTs. And how do you reconcile that? And so with, with that idea, you know, go ahead and answer Wolf's question. I guess to kind of start out, so, I mean, it's very similar to what we saw in, like, 2020 when, like, all of these stocks, like, GameStop and everything else would just, like, skyrocket to, like, astronomical values that obviously, like, didn't reflect the, the value of, of the business or anything. Um, and like I said, like, the firm that I work for, we invest in more of like boring, lower growth companies, more like value companies versus um, like high growth uh, stocks. So it is definitely very different compared to to NFT. So yeah, obviously, like Goblin Town, you don't know who's building that or anything. But also, like I don't think that that necessarily matters. It, it, it's so like NFTs are so unique and so different than than anything that we've we've seen before and i mean i don't even think you could like compare it to to art i mean artists obviously create a name for themselves over time and i think that's what like you guys like trying to do and who knows what what truth is going to be able to do with with goblins and whatever else but i mean <laughs> I don't think anyone honestly can really make sense of of obviously what proper value you would assign to, to any of these NFTs. Um, it's just interesting uh, just seeing which projects take off, like like Doblins. I mean, who knew that that was going to be big? Obviously, Evan did and a lot of others in the, the wolf pack that got it in on it. And I think that's super awesome. I mean, it, it, it's something that really can't happen in any other like asset class. So I think it's really cool and unique in that way. But why like Top Shot or Dapper so much is truthfully just because of the sports aspect of it. Like I'm a huge sports fan, like first before a collector, and actually like buying Top Shot moments has like recently I've started buying like NBA card like physical cards just because it 
Top Shot has gotten me like more interested in in basketball and everything. So I I just like dapper because of the sports aspect of it. I think just looking at some of their funding and stuff. Obviously, they're backed by some pretty big name VCs, but I mean a lot of other like shitty companies are too. So um, you really just have to be careful there. But again, I think it goes back to their their unique partnerships with with um, these leagues and everything that is really kind of their their competitive advantage for sports fans. So if I'm a sports fan, then that's kind of where I would be. I love it. It makes sense. Um, you know, like it's there's something more tangible that you're in your metrics when you're doing your analysis because of the sports license. I, I see it. It's interesting. I mean, that's I guess the ask the other side of the the NFT world that's so exciting is a company like Goblin Town that is selling mystery. You know, pre the announcement to truth. Imagine if a company and was making shoes and it was like, who makes the shoes? And you're like, you don't know. No, we don't know. You know. That's I, exactly, and, and that, that, that's like so interesting too. Because I mean, like, obviously, shoes are actual, actually, like fit, physical goods versus like something that sort of just sits on your computer or, or your phone. And yeah, it's it, it's a really interesting time. And like I said, I I think the consensus is like ninety ninety five percent of like projects will probably go to zero over the next couple of years but the ones that stick around i think will definitely be be winners and and stuff long and that's probably not too untrue of most products you know i imagine like if we look at all the products that come out in the world probably 90 some percent of them are failures you know whether it's yeah whatever that product might be so i guess that does make sense that we've you know, we've passed the initial gold rush stage and now we're getting into it, having a little more real, realistic market, you know, where most things lose and the occasional thing wins and big companies can dominate and whatnot. Yeah. And, and like take, I, I don't know a whole lot about like genies or, um, or anything about what they're doing there, but I mean, uh, Bob Iger, former CEO of Disney, obviously like thought that it was a decent enough uh project to to kind of take a a board role on that it'll be interesting to see like if anything comes of that but um it, obviously just getting lots of more mainstream interest and and everything i think that's interesting you you bring that up right because like genies is one of those projects that if you call it a project the people associated with Genius get upset. Um, it's not a project. It's, I don't know what, a community, it's something. But, like, it's really interesting, and it's cool, and there's artists that create clothes for your avatar, and, like, there's a lot of really interesting things going on. But right now, at the end of the day, you can't display it in a meaningful way. You can't show it. Right? So, like, you have people who are part of this ecosystem, and they there's no way to, you know, to Wolf's point about NFTs being displayed around your house. There's no way to do that with this. So, I'm super interested to see over the course of the next few years what that what Genies does to give you the ability to, whether it's in you know, like 
some type of like metaverse where your avatar is you and you're you know walking around like a it, it reminds me of um on the N- nintendo wii right there were like, like characters you could create Mies. and so yeah me's so so is it like that where like somewhere there is a, a a metaverse that you could have your avatar participate in or is there something else and I think that's going to be the key for the genies moving forward because it's a really cool thing. And like the, the clothing designs and the ability for the community to, to design clothing. And it's all really interesting, but so what I have a thing on my phone that I can't show or, or do anything with. And so I think the real question, and maybe it's not just genies to your point, ultra, maybe it's like sort of everything in this ecosystem going to be all right but what next like how do we take this to the next level where that where it actually creates some sort of interactive experience or some value or something beyond just a jpeg or you know whatever yeah i think think genies is is really interesting just because i mean like to your point it is basically like from what i understand like a, a, a me or like the the sims game like the, I think it's called the Sims game, like where you're just kind of like in your own virtual world playing like life as a Sim and like, like how appealing is, is that for somebody to, again, I don't know a whole lot about genies, but like how much is that worth for somebody to like come in and, and invest to like buy a genie and then buy it clothes again? What, what does it do? What does that, what does that look like? Like what's the point of it at the end of the day? Yeah, 100%. Like, the whole system is really interesting, the way it's designed and set up. But at the end of the day, what's the point? What do I do with this thing? Exactly. And, and, and that's why, like, with Top, Top Shot, it's a little bit different for me because, like, like, sports collectibles have been around for a long time and physical cards. And, I like, that's how I view Top Shot. Like, I don't really do Top Shot to like stake my moments and earn flow or something because if everyone does that, then like, what is flow going to be worth? You know, like if, if everyone just gets a truckload of flow, then like what's the value of that going to be? Um, but I do it because, you know, I like collecting sports collectibles. Like do people like collecting like avatar collectibles? Like, I, I mean, you could probably say like, okay, look at like beanie babies or something. Um, but yeah, it, it, it'll just be super interesting to see like how this all, all developed and everything. I don't know. I still think the space is like super interesting, whether it, whether a lot of it moons or it all goes to zero, we're going to have a fun time either way. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you hundred percent. I mean, I think to your point, like sports, sports card collectibles and even sports memorabilia, right? Like bats and jerseys and balls and whatever have been around as long as the games have been. Um, So there's some level of safety. There's some level of like just a common understanding of that. And with a lot of this other stuff, there's no, there's, there's no understanding. There's no, there's no foundation of knowledge that you can sort of like start from. And so I, you know, I'll, I think a lot of it is going to be developed over time and, you know, like you said, I think most people in the space would agree 
90, 95%, whatever it is of this stuff is going to fizzle out. But there will be stuff that carries on and carries forward, and then that will create new stuff, and then those things will create new stuff and sort of like this this effect that, that takes place as we develop technology, right? Like I can remember when um, I, I had to get online by going through AOL, and like when I was online, nobody else in my phone, my house could use the phone, right? Like so there's – like this stuff develops over time. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how some of these projects, the ones that do really develop and have a longstanding, you know, value or worth what they do and what they develop into and how it works. And, you know, I think genies is really interesting simply because um, they're, they're, I feel like they're going about it a little differently. It's not like, you know, hey, there's 10,000 JPEGs and we're going to airdrop you something next week or whatever. They're, they're, they've created an avatar, um, you know, like a... Um, you, you, it doesn't even have to be... I think that's that's the interesting thing is it doesn't have to be you. It's just a, a an, an avatar. It's, it's, a, it's a person, an image of a person that you might want to be, or they've created these clothes in the clothing line that you maybe this week you want to be, but next week it's something different. And so like, I think that's going to be interesting, but it's only interesting if it goes somewhere else. It's not interesting. It's not overly interesting right now. You know what I mean? Like, I think you're right. Like what if, um, you know, just hypothetically <clears throat> to tie in a few of your ideas, what if, we we sports on the switch comes out later this year and dapper is big enough that there you can make your genie your playable character instead of your me or you could make your smiles your character in fortnite you know that might yeah i mean i think i think those are the kinds of things it's going to take to get to the next like level. if i can play call of duty and my character looks like one of my nft skins Shit, that's incredible. People pay literally you look up how much kids are spending on Fortnite and Call of Duty skins, it's billions of dollars. Yeah. I shouldn't I mean, just I say think, kids, people. And I think, right. And I think that's an easy like you know, like that's low hanging fruit to me. Very for some low of the stuff. Fruit. Like I think that's an easy like next Yeah, I think it's an easy next generation. And then, then what happens next and what happens after that? And over the course of five, ten years, you can see how some of these things begin to develop. Um, it, it, it's going to be – I'm fascinated by it, you know, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it, how it unfolds. But Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for things like genies that will we'll need, um, need to sort of happen is, like, I think it's going to have to go from you sort of investing – in your genie like up front whether that's buying like new clothes that somebody designs for it or something i, I think it's gonna have to shift from that to where you're actually where you actually build a brand sort of around your genie or your smiles or something again not as familiar with that pr that that project but ultimately to the point where you build a brand around it and it's almost like other brands like want to be a part of of that for you like individually if that makes sense so oh, for example, look at all the 
influencers on Instagram or something that get paid by these companies to like show off their clothes and stuff like it, it, it for genius to sort of I don't want to say for it to like succeed, but it would be cool if like you were able to build a following through your genie to where companies or brands were paying you to, to, I guess like sport their stuff on your avatar or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And I think, I think to some degree that's exactly what genie wants. Um, and I think, and I think that makes a ton of sense. I'm a hundred percent behind you on that. I would say too, like there are certain things that you could do um, with your avatar, right? Because you you create your avatar, you clothe your avatar, you you that's yours, and you could use that likeness. You could take that image, and you could put it on. You could create a clothing line. You, you could. Um, you know, I don't know if, if you were somebody who was in um, advertising, you could create like a series of commercials. I mean, you know what I mean? Like if you're the right person in the right spot at the right time, you could do that right now using whether it's genies or some other NFT. I think the the really curious thing is going to be um, to see how it happens. Right. So like there are already people who use bored apes. Um, and they are paid for the likeness or for they've created like a line of merchandise around it. Um, I, I think a hundred percent I'm with you ultra. I think that's going to be like, not even the next level, but the level after that, right? Like that's going to be that, that second step, that third step where people begin to use, whether it's NFTs or genies or something um, from the space to create brands and license merchandise and, and do all of that. And I think that's where, you know, the real, for lack of a better word, utility is going to come in. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally in agreement with you there. And I think like, that's what makes like Dapper and Top Shot like so different is, like my I think everyone's sort of realizing that like NFTs and moment collectibles are two totally different things. Whereas like on Top Shot, like again, like I said, I'm I'm viewing this like purely as like a collectible or something that I'm not trying to necessarily like build a brand around or take off platform. Like just getting into I know this has been this is talked about a lot, but just getting into like NBA uh, card collecting, you know, you pull like a pretty cool like Cade Cunningham from a pack with like his his uh, the, the rookie card badge on it. And then you go try and find information about that card online. It's like so hard to, to, to figure out like how, what what the circulating count is or like what that specific card is is actually worth whereas like top shot it's so easy um it 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 really simplifies the whole like collecting process and that's what really has attracted me and continues to uh interest me about top shot and just dapper collectible sports collectibles in general and i'm not really trying to and that's why i haven't gotten into like eth nfts a whole lot like uh, again i have some but 
mostly because I'm not really trying to like speculate on them. I'm mm -hmm. really just trying to collect like sort of what I enjoy as sports collectibles, you know, unfortunately mm -hmm. sports collectibles has lost a lot of money in the past couple of months, but you know, you live and you learn. So <laughs> I think everything has in the past couple of months. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> is <all> safe. Right. <laughs> Nothing is safe as we've learned. I, I, yeah. I just like how people are like, Oh, like top shot. Like, it's actually weathered the storm pretty well. It's like, yeah, but that's because it's already been down so much for like the past <laughs> year. I don't even, it's just been down only as we say. So yeah. we had two months of up. It's we had tough, two months of up. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. were the days. Those, those were the days back in the, the priority queue days. <laughs> Bring back the priority. Well, soon queue. you're going to own the priority queue. So you, you should, You'll have to come back on once you own it and let us know what your plan is for it. Yeah, first first Dave was like, all right, I want like five ETH and two crypto plump cats or whatever. And then I was like, uh, that was a couple months ago. Then I came back to him like last month and I was like, okay, what do you want now? And I was like, you know, valuation multiples have come down across the board. So, so what do you think sort of the fair value of the podcast is now? And he's like, all right, give me like 20 bucks and and two crypto plump cats. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's talk. And then today he's like, yeah, I'll take one ETH and another crypto plump cat or something. And I'm like, all right, we're obviously going in different directions. He's seen the demand for the priority queue on. The he knows so you're a, a, a company evaluator. He knows this is what you do for a living. So now he's, <laughs> I've got a feeling when you're in Vegas and Dave's had five mimosas and seven beers. I have a feeling we might get him to sign a contract and it won't be very much money. <laughs> I think it's seven mimosas. It's seven five mimosas, beers. five beers. Seven mimosas, five beers. Yeah, good point. And it's three o'clock in the yeah, afternoon. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I got Jen. a black and I got a black and green striped plump cat that I that I was uh, trying to tell Dave was the Celtics cat, so I'll definitely throw that in if that'll, if that'll move it. <laughs> nice, nice. I've tagged your post to Ultra saying 100 likes and you'll you'll enter negotiations to acquire and bring it back. And then the problem is you're going to have Spence well, all over you like a dirty shirt trying to make it the Spence hour. Exactly. Did you see all of his ideas? His idea was, hey, like I just talk a bunch of shit for half an hour. He's like, yeah, I, I eat some gummies and I come on the show and just say whatever for an hour. Yeah, straight. no, he's a five minute guy. You need five minutes of suspense. He makes the show better, <laughs> but the whole hour, his kids are going to interrupt. He's going to leave. He's going to ditch you. Just telling you. <laughs> uh, but but we're going to get it done. Mark and I will help you negotiate because you don't want to go in there. The young guy, Dave's going to try to take advantage of you. That's what Dave does. <laughs> Hundred percent. Dave. Dave's. Dave buys groceries for a living. He's taking yeah. advantage of all of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we got your back. We'll. 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 We'll help you. We'll help you. We'll get Dave to sign a contract awesome. while we're in Vegas. Um, Love it. I'll draft. Maybe one Vito will sh actually show up and do a little headbutting. Never know. Never know. Yeah, I was trying to get him to uh, answer my my message. Vito, you ghosting my man's the... ultra? the 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 uh wolfpack chat i was like i was gonna say you know if you come to vegas then i'll buy a smiles but he never responded well he responded and then 
never responded again to me. Vito's so. influence runs deep. Our man Farron bought a Smiles. That dude was not going to buy yeah. an ETH NFT in his life, and he is now a Smiles owner. So that's how influential not, Vito is in the Wolfpack. Not only is he a Smiles owner, he was repping that that uh, PFP for quite some time until he changed back to the Diallo yeah, today. Exactly. So, um, yeah. That was that that was a really good talk. Just talking about the future of NFTs, Mark and Ultra. I really like that. To round it off before uh, the priority queue here. Edge Edge popped in. Edge, are we gonna get you in here? Let's get Edge in here just for fun. Yeah, we, we got two two goblins. We got two now. goblins now. See, we hang out with high level PFPs, Mark. We're not just slumming it all the time. A hundred percent. But the highest level is the veto. I mean, look at that veto. That's a one of one. <laughs> That's unreal. One one. What's good, gentlemen? Not much. How are you doing, bro? Is there a utensil in the crowd? I didn't check. Earlier, but I think uh, the utensil gets a little tuckered out. Oh, okay. So, yes, gentlemen is a Probably just guys. Yeah, probably just a bunch of dudes. It's been it's been a good night. We've uh, We interviewed Ultra for a while talked about his job oh, then uh yeah. we spent an hour we had a guest come on and argue about Jokic for an entire hour with another caller <laughs> and <laughs> what it, was the it, argument it, it was Jokic. it was not it was not eddie dunks on it was it. not eddie, eddie dunks, dunks uh, i know arguing. uh the, <laughs> so it was uh, he came in and at first accused us of slandering Jokic when we weren't but um we originally talked about the original debate question was and you could have it too this has been one of our questions of the day prime would you rather have Jokic or curry oh yeah i was i was standing hard for curry last night in the chat on this yeah that's fine i got got the Jokic thing but but i think it was it wasn't coming across like the best the way i was probably typing it but it was just like my my thought was if I'm starting a team and I'm getting prime one or the other, I'd rather have Steph for all the intangibles, the marketing you get, the fanfare, the attention, the entertainment. I think it'd be fun to coach uh, a guard in the NBA more than a big guy. Personally. Um, I don't know. I just think Steph would be my answer. And I'm just a big fan of him too. So like, it's just a personal thing. It's nothing like I, I understand that people like prefer Jokic and like strategically want to build around a big guy that can, you know, pretty much do it all. I love Jokic or Jokic. I love Jokic as well, but I just think in this debate, I think Steph is kind of the, the answer. Would the Warriors have won the series last night if they had Jokic instead of Steph Curry? Um, yeah, I think I think they still win the series with Jokic. He, he shoots sure. pretty well from three, Actually. so he probably has. I, I don't. It's just like they. I would be very curious because they're just they're the opposite of that, right? So like they they do everything they can to space the floor and keep um, the hands out of their big guys. So it'd be. I would just be curious to see. I know Jokic can spread the floor and shoot it from from basically anywhere as well, but it just it'd be it'd be fascinating to see Kerr's game plan and strategy change with a, you know, a, a center focused team. But I mean, if you slot, I mean, you slot, let's say you slot him into Draymond's role and then you, and you take Steph out of the equation and you put pool in there instead of, 
uh, Steph. I think that that's an incredible team. Like, no, no question about it. Jokic is such a dynamic player. Um, uh, he doesn't get the respect outside of, I guess, you know, winning. Is this MVP Will Rock style. coming on again, Mark? <laughs> uh, who's Will? No, Will, who's Will, the Will is Will is the Jokic. Will is the Jokic. I mean, like, I mean, I just think, I don't know. It's incredible. I I'm just mesmerized by Jokic's passing ability. Um, he just he's so pinpoint accurate and throws from wild angles, like almost like a baseball player at times, you know, like throwing a pitch or a relay or something like it's just, he he's, he's incredibly fun. Like that's why, I mean, if you're, if you're telling me to pick like a top five to build around fun wise and all that stuff, Jokic is in there for me for sure. But it just so happens he's going up against probably uh, a guy that I would probably pick Iverson number one. If I were to just pick any player all time, um, just just to personally like coach, uh, but best. I mean, obviously Steph's a better better player than Iverson, but I love I love AI too. So it's uh it's a good debate. I don't understand why people get upset like really about anything on the internet. I mean, I get it, I guess, but like people. The get internet up is over... inherently designed to make us all get upset at each other. I just don't like. I guess I just struggle to understand how people let other people like affect them that you don't even know. And like, I don't know. It's just weird to me when I see people. How, how dare you? How dare you not let me affect you? Edgy? Come on. That's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, Mark, I, <laughs> uh, you do kind of, you did offend me like right off the bat, um, forgetting where I live, which you still assume I guess I live <laughs> in Phoenix. But it feels like Phoenix, by the way. Actually, it doesn't feel like. Phoenix. I'm glad you. I'm glad you feel like you're living in Arizona. It, it's it's it was 94 <laughs> here today with a heat index of 103, and the humidity was like in the 80s, I think 70s or 80s. It's miserable in in Southwest Missouri right now. But I are leave. You, are you still Are you still going to baseball games, or are those over? Um, I went to a Springfield Cardinals game a couple weeks ago, so I mean, I'll. I'll go to those periodically throughout the summer. I went to a St. Louis Cardinals game three weeks ago, but my niece is playing softball now. So uh, she'll be a freshman. So she's playing competitive uh, this summer. And then my nephew is starting his first summer at T-ball. So I'll be at the ball field quite a bit, but um, I leave Sunday for, I'm driving to Kansas city uh, this tomorrow, I guess. And then, leave for New York on Sunday and I'll be there for the week for NFT NYC. And then I am taking a train to Good Boston man. to visit my, my, uh, my best friend from college who lives in Boston. You're the now, only so guy I know that works to... less than a mod scientist. All a mod scientist does <laughs> is drive around and watch sports games too. Well, uh, yeah, I, I do enjoy that. I've always enjoyed the summers because I've always had summers off just even growing up my, you know, my dad being a teacher, we like, we just golfed all summer. And then I was, you know, for eight years, that's what I did as well. So I've just never really uh, worked in the summers. Um, so this is not too, too different, but uh, I am actually working, I guess, since I actually have a different career now, but no, I still enjoy just being around the park and going to the games. And I'm hoping I was actually, 
um, debating sticking around in New York on Thursday, the 23rd, I think maybe, um, I think the Astros are coming to town and I'd love to go to a Yankee game. I've never, I'd never went to the old stadium. Um, that was my dad's favorite team growing up. So I, I personally don't care for the Yankees too much. I don't hate them or anything. Oh, they beat the shit out um, of my Blue Jays tonight. It was really depressing. I was watching it while we've been podcasting. I had to turn it off. It was 10-1 last I looked. Holy, they're pretty stacked. They are incredible. Um, But I will say, I I actively obviously root for the Blue Jays now uh, since Trevor Richards is pitching for them. So, I kind of try to keep up with them. We're pretty um, studly too. But man, yeah. We're no Yankees. The Yankees, the Yankees are, tough. are tough. That's I actually saw that's who I saw was Toronto play uh the Cardinals two or whenever I went 2 3 weeks ago. So it was the first time I got to see Vladdy Jr. Ooh, in he's person. So good. That was cool. He's so good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I saw his dad play um at Bush the old old Bush Stadium in 2000, I think it was the year 2000 yeah or 99 uh when his dad was playing for the expos oh that's um, crazy they had it was one of the f- first few years that there was inter uh, squad games yeah interleague inter- 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 yeah. inter- i wanted, i almost said inter squad too i'm so used to saying it uh from running it <laughs> running inter squad leagues in college but um or intramurals that's what i wanted to say intramurals um but no it was one of those first years, and I just, I was so, I just loved watching Vladdy play. He just, mainly because he just, he just was like having fun and just like swung at the wildest pitches and somehow hit. He was the best like bad ball hitter, in, notoriously. Um, just would swing at anything and somehow squared up. Just had an absolute rocket for an arm. That was the most probably fun watching him from the outfield because growing up I don't I don't remember anybody having an arm like him maybe Rick and Keel who was the but, uh, uh, catcher for the San Diego Padres with the arm Benito Santiago oh Benito yeah he would sit uh like you know with his legs in that weird uh like W or shape or depends on which side you were looking at him from but yeah he was very flexible yeah Benito he would like throw from his knees a lot yeah um yeah extremely strong arm yeah, he... Rodriguez Pudge Pudge had a strong arm as well. Um, some of those catchers, yeah, growing up, but just watching those guys from the outfield was always. I just, I just love watching the outfield throws. You know, right field to third, right field to home, tagging up, trying to take an extra base. Like those are always the most impressive. When uh, Cespedes, whatever, a few years ago, had that throw from left field where he threw it on the fly. It still doesn't even make sense when you watch the replay. Like the physics of it and the time like i it looks like he airmails it and just like throws a huge looping throw and it somehow gets there in like less time than you would imagine with a throw that, so i don't know i would just like to see i would have liked to have seen it live but that's probably the most impressive throw i've seen yeah. since uh some of those guys but love it yeah so yeah i'm gonna be in boston for a bit uh and then i'm taking a train back to new york and i'm going to warwick new york for a little like uh retreat with this um dow that i work for slash and part of now so it should be fun and i so i won't be home until i think july 2nd july 2nd oh you're on quite the road trip 
Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a long one. I'll be tired. I'm sure I'll regret it about halfway through and want to be at home. I don't typically like being away from home. And you are coming to Vegas. I haven't booked it yet. I plan on coming, but I haven't booked it. I I really am just like, what? Okay, it's the 11th. No. No. 7th to 10th. Hey, get along with this guy. He's he's an ultra. He sounds like he's not going to come. Well, I mean, as of right now, I'm not coming because I don't have a. I haven't bought my ticket, but they have they have real cheap flights out of uh, out of Springfield straight to Vegas. So I'm just kind of keeping an eye on the prices and when the prices. There's room on Mark's floor. I'm staying there. We'll we'll just make a (laughs) fort. We're good. Are we gonna? Is it gonna be like? uh, I think you should leave when they're sitting around playing cards, and the guy has the. Have you watched that show on Netflix? No, watch out. I know Yams has, he's a huge fan, but I, I think you should leave it some. Oh, the sketch show? Yeah, the sketch comedy show. It's Tim Robinson, isn't that his name? Something like that. Or some Robinson, maybe. But anyway, there's a there's one of the sketches where they're all like sitting around playing cards like on a guy's night, and they're all like in their 40s and 50s. And <laughs> the sketch ends, and there's like a bunch of uh, sleeping bags strewn about the living room, and He's like, I'm not going to stay the night. And they're like, he says, he always says he's going to stay the night. And he never does. And it's just like <laughs> these grown men, like having a sleepover. But that's my vision. That's what Ultra's worried God, about. No. Ultra's like, oh no, I'm about to go to Vegas with some old motherfuckers. They're like tired out at 10. <laughs> nah. Nah. I'm they want to see no 50 way. Cent. He's like, I don't even know who 50 Cent I is. Mean, I'm 24, goddammit. I, uh. I stay up incredibly late, obviously, but I also like am not a, a party scene club uh, loud noises person. I just kind of would rather chill. We'll be watching basketball. We'll be watching summer back. league. We're gonna do talk golf. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I I was talking to old. We're gonna like, get some I, cocktails for the guy if he's expecting someone to like go hang out with him at these clubs. Like, Ultra, we're gonna go to regard. Dry's nightclub, my dude. It's gonna blow your mind. Are we, uh, it's gonna blow your mind. Do do uh, do lums get in for free? I'm gonna look into that. I'm. They don't release their lum schedule until the start of July, so it would be great because I think a bunch of us do have lums. If we could get into a lum show. Oh, so you think there's going to be one? Um, not sure. Not time? sure. Just hoping. They often have yeah, Vegas on there. one every weekend. Yeah. yeah. In Vegas. Well, that, yeah, that that'd be cool. That'd be really cool, actually. That would be more enticing to go, even. Um, the clubs are fun in Vegas, Ultra, but they are, holy cow, some of them are expensive. That's what, like, it's just... I'm just not that into that stuff. Like, I'm not impressed by it, and I'm not entertained by it. So, like, it's hard for me to just... I, I get the experience of it, and, like, I went to a couple places when I was out there in March. Um but it's just like so overboard. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's crazy. How, it's crazy. I like shows. But, but everybody but... was just like blasted drunk, which you know, that's what you want to do. Go out there and have fun. I just don't drink, so it's just it's hard for me to get into those settings. Yeah, uh, you'll have some gummy friends if you come. Yeah, who was? Uh, I need like the. I went to some dispensary last time. I can't remember what it's called, but. I won a 
a discount on like a wheel spin. So I need to go back to the same place and use it. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I love this. Um, all right. It's 10 after eight. We should get triviaing. We've been almost going for damn near three hours. We're going to end up arguing about Who's the, the contestants. Ultra today? versus Jay. They each get a chance Ooh. to ask you if they can't figure it out. Oh, okay. So you're their dial-a-friend. I'm the phone friend, huh? I like right. that. I like that. Jay, how many times do you guess I'll change the rules within uh, the game? No, I'm just I'm just water at this point in time. I'm oh, just go with the flow Mr. Here. Bruce Lee, Jay. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Well, if this is my redemption, yeah. I want to, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I need spine. I need, I need spine handy. Okay. I uh, keep trying to bring, and, oh, spine's uh, in. Spine's in. Okay, we, he's finally in. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And did Mark, did Mark slink off to bed? Yeah, he said his kids <laughs> were acting up. He says his kids yeah. are acting up. You know, kids you, were... <laughs> You guys get to, you know, we had that, you know, you, you, you tease, you tease trivia and then we spend another hour talking and then he has to go. I know it was funny. We were like, maybe we'll do trivia. And then, yeah, we, we, we had a fun little future speculation talk on NFTs, which I always enjoy. And Mark really enjoys too. Um, yeah, it's true. Just hey, ultra is ultra still in Missouri. Uh, I am not, I'm back in Colorado now, but I may be in Missouri 4th of July weekend. Ooh, that's like the only time I'll be back in that little gap. Nobody I know has ever been to Missouri, and you guys seem to like go there quite frequently. It's very strange. Well, there's oh, really... I've, been to, I've been to Missouri. You think I haven't? Canadians have never been to Missouri. It's uh, it's an interesting place. I mean, there's not much to go there for, like specifically. Even if you, I mean, I, I went to a. I've been to one Cardinals game when I've been there, but do you go to, I, I thought you went to Columbia or do you go to St. Louis? Uh, so sometimes they either fly into St. Louis or Kansas city because the Columbia yeah. airport is pretty small and yeah, you usually have to fly from Denver to Chicago to Columbia. So it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most of the time I'm in Columbia. Yeah. Columbia's all right. It's fun during like football season. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty small, quiet town. Oh, outside of yeah, outside of college, the months you know semesters that kids are there, it's pretty pretty low key. Yeah, when I was there, it was just like totally dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a better way to describe <laughs> it. All right, let's get on with the okay. Trip. So it's going to be five questions each, one point oh, per question. We will have some NBA specific and some smarter than a fifth grader. So, you have to uh, okay. First round is going to be smarter than a fifth grader. Spine, who goes first, Ultra or Jay? I think. Um, and do you have questions for want... today, Spine? I got two questions. Okay, perfect. Uh, can you hear I can me? hear you. Okay, I, I got two questions, and uh, let's make Ultra go okay. first. Okay, Ultra, you're on the minor fifth grader questions. You want to go first, Spine? Yeah, I can okay. go first. Um, okay, let's see. Um, what is the largest bone in the human body? Um, it's, it, uh, it's got to be your femur? Yes. Ooh, that would have been my guess, too. Ooh. 
Okay. I thought about giving options, but I was like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> One to the... Good thing you didn't ask Jay that. He is a like a doctor or something. <laughs> <laughs> One to nothing. Okay, One, zero. It's on you, Jay. Jay, you ready? Yeah, let's get it. Okay, give me one second. I'm I'm picking out one nicely here. Okay. On the periodic table, what is the letter? What um, element is MN? MN. And remember, you can ask Edgy at any point. You get well, one ask and edge. I, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I will. Uh, my my chemistry teacher father is uh, is is probably Whoa. his ears are probably burning right now. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I guess I'll go with edge because I'm I, I'm going to say something silly. Manganese. Yes. I too you, taught chemistry. <laughs> oh, is it manganese or magnesium? Different? Is there a difference? No, it's, it's manganese. 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 Oh, magnesium is mg. Oh, okay. What's manganese? An element on the periodic table. For but it's just one of the elements. I don't know yeah, even though it's number. Uh, one one. It's one one. Twenty twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Good move by Jay. You got to know when you're down and out. Yeah, Do an NBA gonna... question, I guess. NBA question next. Okay. NBA question on Ultra. Now, who against your favorite Denver Nuggets was the only person to record a 30 assist game. Was it John Stockton? Spud Webb? Scott Skiles? Or Magic Johnson? This would have been in the 90s against the Denver Nuggets. 1990, in fact. Wow, you're giving me questions before I was born, huh? 30 assist game. 25% chance of getting it right. Oh, man. I don't know if I should phone a friend on this one. or I, I will be honest. I didn't hear the question. I got distracted. So you'll have to The question it. was, who is the only person to record a 30 assist game? And it was against the Denver Nuggets in 1990. Was it wow. John Stockton? Spud Webb, Scott Skiles, or Skillies, uh, or Magic Johnson. Okay. I don't know the answer. I, I know who I'd guess, but I don't know. I was only two at the time, so I wasn't too far along in life. Um, can, you, can you say the names again? <laughs> One, one more time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I know. Was John it Stockton John Stockton? And... 
magic. Spud Webb. Who are the other two guys? All right. Spud Webb. Scott Skillies. Or it's, Magic it's Johnson. Scott, I think it's Scott Skiles, isn't it? Well, he has name. to phone you if he's going to use No, you. I'm not saying it's the answer. Isn't it pronounced Skiles? Oh, Skiles. Yeah, I think yeah, it is Skiles. Skiles. I, I said okay. Skiles. I'm vaguely familiar with him. So he's like the only guy that I honestly have never heard of on that, of those four guys. So I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and guess him. It is Scott Skiles for the Orlando Magic. Recorded a 30 assist game. <laughs> Against the Can Denver Nuggets. Skillies? Skillies. Call him Scott Skillies. I said Skiles the first yeah, time. Then I was like, maybe it's Skillies. Yeah, you had it right. And yeah. then, you like... <laughs> then I fucked it up. Yeah. I... Is this is... Skiles is Skills Skillies? Is this like the Skillies. the, the Holos pronunciation? Ingrates. Yeah, ingrates. Yeah. <laughs> I would have missed it. I would have guessed Stockton. Jay. But I feel like I. W- the only reason, I, 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 that I was, was a good guess because we would have heard about that. I feel like it would have been blasted on ESPN. Yeah, like the 30th assist like game. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, that I makes a lot more sense. Because he said Stockton first and kind of hesitated for the next, like, three. So I was like, I don't know if it's him or if, like, that's just the first random I guy. am drinking Stockton's I've had a few. I'm I'm a little slurry at this point. Not out of <laughs> my he, mind, uh, but, you know. Is he all-time assist guy? Is Stockton? Yes. I thought he was, but I, I honestly I forgot if somebody had passed him. I knew he was at one time, but I'm pretty sure he still is. All right, we've got a yeah. Sean Stockton with fifteen thousand eight hundred and six assists. Yeah, stud. Um, okay, Jay, this isn't going to be easy. I have two fifth grader questions. When you're ready, perfect. Jay, who eclipsed? Antoine Jameson and was featured on the cover of the video game NBA Live 99. You're going to give him some options like you gave me? <laughs> it didn't have options ready to go. Um, I was totally waiting for my options. But maybe I will give you some options. Um, I will give no, you some watches. So, so 99. Um, yeah, I'm gonna need some options, man. Because uh... okay, okay, okay. Let's get you some options. Was it Carl Malone, Sharif Abdul Rahim, Antoine Walker, or Keith Van Horn? Okay. I thought you said eclipsed. Uh, meaning Antoine that's who James. was on it the year before, Antoine Jameson. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So was it I, Carl Malone, I, Sharif no, Abdul Rahim? No, I I I'm a big Sharif Abdul Rahim fan. Hey, okay, Grizzlies. That's my Vancouver was it, guy. Wasn't him? It wasn't Carl Malone? So it's it was either uh, it's Ant uh, Antoine Walker. Or who's the last? Keith option? Van Horn. <laughs> They weren't putting Keith Van Horn. <laughs> Keith Van Horn, good good player actually in ninety nine two thousand. Yeah, but they weren't putting him on uh, on the cover, so I'm gonna go Antoine Walker. It was Antoine Walker. It was Antoine Walker. I needed I needed the I needed the the help of the choices. Yeah, yeah for sure. I know it was a, t- was it, it was a tough question. Was Keith Van Horn 
I don't know if he was player of the year, but he was an All-American in college, right, at Utah? Yeah, that in 99, he was fifth in in uh, scoring at percentage, too. He's 21.8 points a game. In the league? Yeah. I knew him in, like, I think he came out the same time as Duncan and, like, Ron Mercer and a lot of those guys that were... He would have been on the, uh, was it 2000 when the Nets went against the Pistons? Oh, okay. He, yeah, he was good. He, he would he have been solid. in that. Yeah, he would have been in that finals. I remember growing up, people were comparing him to Bird like they were, oh, he's the next great Larry yeah, Bird. Just didn't have the, the longevity. No, but that was the problem. Like, he was he was a good player, but when you're getting those comparisons, it's hard to live up. We talked about certain players living up to expectations, and, you know, that would be. Well, just difficult it's it's one thing to be good for a year or two it's another thing like that's what the separates great right you know that's that's when you're good for 15 years that's when you're great you know so it's always easy people get these comparisons but it's like you got to be great for a long period of time yeah he might have one or two seasons that were like birds Mm -hmm. 15 yes exactly yeah well i mean you guys remember jimmer for a day you know, oh, I love he Jimmer. Was, he was he just was lights out in college, right? And then oh, he yeah. just couldn't carve out a spot for himself in the NBA. And now he's over in Shanghai, you know, scoring 60, 60 a game. A game yeah. He's so entertaining. Yeah, I love Jimmer. The level of talent in the NBA. You yep, know? It's crazy. Well, the ability to defend is what separates a lot um, there. Uh, so it's 2 2. Two rounds down, three to go, 2-2. Two, two. Jay's used his phone a friend. Spines up with some smarter than a fifth grader questions. Let me pull it up here. Got you. I was looking for more questions. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to make these, this, these next two questions even. They're kind of very similar. So um, who's up right now? Ultra. Ultra, okay. Uh, let's do this. <clears throat> I'm tell me the country with the northernmost point on earth, and I will give you options. Is it Norway, Russia, Canada, or Greenland? Um, Norway, Russia, Canada, or Greenland? Oh, man. Let's go. Gonna go with Greenland here. Boom, baby! Nice. Did anybody else know that? Did everybody know that? Did Is Greenland know? a country? I was, I was... It's Denmark, but yes. I was thinking. Yeah, I would have said Greenland. I was thinking Canada, but I don't know what all, how far north that goes. So, Pretty yeah. Smart. What's the? Uh, what are the coordinates? Like I, I was thinking eighty-three forty. Okay, I was thinking and through then... it too. My only uh, second would have been Russia, if like there's somewhere in. Siberia was like way up there, but I thought it was Greenland. Greenland's first, Canada's next, Russia's third, Norway's fourth. Actually, Canada's next, huh? Oh, mm-hmm. Interesting. Baffin I would have missed. North. I would have missed yeah. that for sure. 
Okay. Yeah, that that damn Mercator map hasn't done us any favors either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got my next one here. <clears throat> if you can imagine, um, the next question is the country that is the southernmost point. Mm. Obviously, Antarctica doesn't count. Okay, so I'll list you the four: Argentina. Australia, New Zealand, or Chile? I'm going to go with Chile. Damn, you guys are good tonight. Are these too easy? That was a good one. It was a good one. I was thinking that too because it it's on the left side of South America all the way down to the bottom, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I would have probably missed there, it. Right? I would have had to have guessed. I didn't know for sure on that one. Chile's one, Argentina's two, Australia's three, and uh, New Zealand's four. Yeah. Anyway, okay, fair. That was too easy, I guess. Should, do I have, I have one more question. You need two more. Mm. Okay, well, give it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let's do the first one here, and then... Um... Maybe you can search for a question while I... I will. I will do a round of smarter than a fifth grader for these guys. <clears throat> okay. Who's up? Oh, what's the score? Give me a recap. 3-3. Three, three. Oh, shot. 3-3. Three, okay. three. We're going to round four. Um, this might be a tough one. But we're going to go for it. Okay. Ultra's up. <sighs> Ultra. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck? If a woodchuck could chuck wood, is this a legit question? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an actual. It's a real. <laughs> if there's a real, never. Is it too difficult? <laughs> um, it, like, what unit of measure are we after? No, no, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking for a measure. I'm asking for it's a it's the end of the tongue twister, basically. Does anybody know this out there? Am I completely off in left field and trying to? Is this too difficult? You're always in left field, Spine. That's how I roll. I know. That's why I love you. Um, let's see. You'll never get it. I can veto this question. <laughs> it's a wild question. Difficult. Yeah. The, the the rhyme goes: How much wood would a woodchuck chuck? Woodchuck wood could chuck wood, and it says as much wood as a woodchuck could chuck. If a woodchuck could chuck wood, that's it's kind of like the reverse saying it. I see. I see. <laughs> my my Sorry. my answer Is was that a palind- be- No, not a palindrome. <laughs> okay. Here here's a real question. Um, here we go. What was the first Canadian province? I like it. We've got a lot of Canadians in here. You got two choices. You got two choices, essentially. There's technically, well, you would know better than I do, Wolf. 
started, it was Upper Canada and Lower Canada, but then you're going to get a, some provinces out of there. Um, I'm trying to even think of my Canadian provinces here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My goodness. Think of the big cities in Canada and where they are. Where's Yeah, let's go uh think of our sports teams. Let's go with uh the capital province or with the capital Ontario. Yes. Yep. There you go. Technically there were four of them just for those keeping in score. Um, it had to be like New Brun- like Nova Scotia and shit, right? Yeah, on the East Coast. New Brunswick, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and Quebec. Quebec, yeah. But Ontario was like number one, I guess, but they all came around that same time. Yeah. Interesting. It was upper and lower Canada for a while. Quebec was upper Canada. I would have guessed Quebec. I might that have too, to be bad. honest. I might have too. I feel like those French were late, though, to the show. Am I well, wrong? And, yeah. and Ultra made a good point, like, picking the capital, obviously, like, that would make sense that they would yep. have it there first, yeah. Yep. Good, good logic there, Ultra. All right. Uh, last question. I guess this is, is this my, I hope this is my last question. Otherwise, I can keep searching. <clears throat> uh, who was the 16th president? Ooh. I, I, uh, of the United States? <laughs> <laughs> no, just in general. Jamaica. Can you give is me this Jamaica's... A... Oh, man. This, is, this, is a la- this is a layup. Oh, this is a layup? Okay, okay. then I'll... I'll... <laughs> it, no, I answered it. I got it right. Point. No, that's false. Yes. Point. I, don't, I, won't, I won't give you that. Who was no, the, he... thir- he... the third president? <laughs> is that the guy who died in 30 days? Who was the third president? So you got Washington, Jefferson, uh, and then, like, he hated the guy. You want to phone a friend here? I'll answer. No. No. You do not want to phone. I was not a history teacher. It was... No, 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 no. Yeah, so, uh, no, it was, okay, I'm, I'm, it, this is sad that I'm I'm thinking of Hamilton right now, right? You know, the music. Oh, Hamilton never hesitates. He takes and he takes. <laughs> he so, makes no mistakes. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen that, so it was, uh, and, and so, yeah, uh, Thomas Jefferson finally became president. He wanted to be the next one, but he was third. Okay, so your final answer is Thomas Jefferson. There you go. All right. Sorry, I didn't realize it. Four four. Somebody would fall to that and not get Lincoln. I don't four, know. Four four. I like well but we Ultra, play trivia. Ultra still has his phone a friend. Oh, good point. And and so it's four four and only one person it- can win our bonus round of what's in Wolf's bow. <laughs> Bonus round. Is this an? Is this an you guys NBA forget every now? week? No, it's what's in Wolf's mouth. One no, point this... before we go. Yes, the last round we can do an NBA one. We'll do an NBA one. You guys can choose. I'll probably need to phone a friend on on this one, but cannot phone a friend on what's in Wolf's mouth. 
Um, I like while we do trivia, though, because you can watch people joining our spaces and then quickly leaving and being like, they're talking about presidents of the United States. I'm the fuck out of here. I wanted to hear goblin sounds. I just wanted to do it while we said it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, they join in and they're like, what are these fucking nerds talking about? I love that. Burgers. Okay, so I'm going to put something in my mouth and chew it. You guys guess it. The first person to guess it between the two of you gets. No clues. No I will clues. give clues if you can't get anything. Are we doing this right now? Right now for one point. I thought there was an NBA last round NBA. There is. Yeah, this is the bonus round. If you guys are listening. Before the end? Yes. This is how it oh, works okay. in between the fourth and the fifth. Is okay, this your first fault. Wolf Den? Jesus. No, I'm just sobering up, and I guess I'm just not paying attention. Jay's ready. Jay's been ready for this. He knows that something, a twist. There's always a twist. So I'm going to put an item of food in my mouth and chew it. My man's down there, Chapstick, who's listening. He already messaged me earlier and, and was like, did I miss the uh, putting the food in the mouth thing yet? Like, tell me I didn't. So this is for him. Uh, here we go. I'm going to take a bite. You guys guess it. You get like one guess per 10 seconds. You can't just rattle them out. So here we go. It's a popular snack. Mm, wasn't that chewy? I thought it would make more noise. Chip. Mm, not a chip. Mm, it's still chewing. Uh, crackers. Not a cracker. I could get it at a basketball game. Popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn. It. it was popcorn. It was popcorn. Who got that? Yes. Well, that was Jay. Yeah, oh, Jay. There we go. Fucking Jay can't that, be stopped. I was like, oh, that, that's way too crunchy for popcorn. But then you're like, oh, it wasn't that crunchy. So I said it last time. Every if you do a cut of all the foods he put in his mouth, they all sound the fucking same. So wild guesses. Or, or you know, and that's why Spine's like no hint because Thanks, like, exactly. I don't, I'm not yeah, I like I'm, I'm listening for the hint. Yeah, the hint gave it away too because it's just it's so funny when you don't give any. There's no way to get. It. I have to give hints as we go I, along. No, I, you I don't. Almonds. I would I love to almonds. sit here for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> trying making you eat two thousand calories other week, worth uh, of something. The other week it was a coffee bean, right? You know, yes. Never, never anything. Yeah, that was a that anything. was a wild one. And so I'm like, I was like, okay, he made maple syrup, so maybe he's gonna be like chewing on some bark or a cinnamon stick or something like that. I was gonna guess peanut brittle. Yeah, not a bad guess. If it was around Christmas time, maybe yeah. The coffee bean one, the worst part was you guys actually couldn't get it, and so I had to keep eating them because he'd be like, do it again, do it again. And he'd be like, oh my god, I gotta eat another fucking coffee bean here. Was that chocolate covered or just regular? No, I was just chomping a regular goddamn coffee bean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's just wild. Is this what you do in your free time? Just for you guys. Just for my American (laughs) friends. I just show off. Canadians aren't that wild by it. Will, will you eat some crickets or like some uh, Ooh, ants or something? I don't know if I could do that. Oof. No pressure. I'll do it. I don't care. Well, we are going to have to do it a live episode in Vegas, so we may, maybe we'll have to get something funny to eat. I'll, I'll get crazy. Live from the Lotus of Siam. Blindfolded Wolfpack members will have hearing in their ear. Oh, Clegane's missed it. He, he'll be sad. 
Clegane's usually t- turns in just for what's his wolf, wolf's mouth. So Jay gets a point. He is up going into the last round. It is five to four. Ooh. Spine, do we do basketball trivia or do we do regular trivia? I thought it was a basketball Basketball. Question. It's up to you. We get to make the rules as we go. That's what we do. That's why Jay likes it. I can find a couple of questions real quick. I have questions. Uh, Either way, you tell me. Basketball or regular? The the fifth grader is much more entertaining, let's be honest. Okay. Hmm. Ultra, what is the hottest chili pepper in the world? So I feel like it used to be a ghost pepper, but then I feel like another pepper usurped uh, it. Was uh, what is the name of that other pepper? <laughs> uh, Edge, are you uh, up to speed on your hottest peppers in the world by chance? How's your Skolton meter, Edge? Is it Skolton's? Mm. Uh, I don't know what that means, so that tells you where I'm at on the pepper scale. It's how they measure heat, the heat index of food. I think it's Skolton. Skolton. No, I'm no help here. I would have guessed Ghost. Yeah. I feel like someone just talked about Scoville. Scoville, not Skolton. Scoville, that's what it is. Scoville. Um, I, I feel like some there is some like wild, maybe genetically modified... Pepper. It's genetically modified. It's it's um. This is so this. Well, how is there like how is it new then? Or how, I'm trying to figure out. They just discovered it. I Maybe guess. they just learn how to curate it and just how weed gets stronger, right? Yeah. So not genetically modified, just genetically like um. It's from America, I believe. I'm yeah, actually sweating they, right now. They do. Uh, they You're do, eating uh, one right now, Spine. I'm just sweating just from the conversation. Oh. <laughs> so they they do uh they do a pepper eating contest every year in the state that that this is kind of asso- associated with. Yeah. And uh, yep. and they get progressively hotter and I think uh mm-hmm. you know I think that the ghost pepper is is somewhere in the mid-range now. Uh but there are several versions of this yep. of this one. Does anybody uh, watch Hot Ones? Except where they eat the wings and do the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's so good. So this good. was in 2017. The Guinness Book of World Records declared it the hottest chili pepper in the world, previously passing the record set by the Trinidadian scorpion. Yeah, Butch I know tea. what it is. Well, if it has a name like that, then there's yeah. no way. I'm you've heard of it. it. You've heard of it. I think you've heard of it. Give a guess, know. Alter. I, Give a guess. I have no idea what I'd even guess. Edgy, you want to make a guess for him? This is his last photo friend. I mean, um, I mean the Arizona ghost pepper. I don't know. <laughs> no, but it wasn't too far off. Jay, what was it? Is it the Carolina Reaper? It was. It was the Carolina Reaper. Yeah, I don't think I would have gotten that one. I have no. heard I have heard of that <laughs> oh, before. Oh man, just yeah. I watched this documentary where they did this pepper eating contest and like, you know, everybody thinks that they're just super badass until they, they get chomping on some of these. God, I'm and I wouldn't even pretend sweating, to be crying, puking. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. And the guy the yes. guy who hosts it and and who actually, you know, figured out how to 
you know, increase the, the, the kind of the heat index of it. He is just, uh, you know, he just gets off on watching these, these people. <laughs> what? Um, okay. So you said there's like different variations of it or how did you say you said that the ghost pepper falls in like the mid range. So there's like a lot of different peppers that have mm-hmm. over the years just been like cultivated to be stronger. Yep. Huh. Okay. Exactly. Any chance we can do a chip contest where we get one of those hot ass chips in Vegas and, and put that on spaces? God. I mean, do, are like we going to have eat, medical personnel on hand? I would eat some really hot shit, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I bought one of those hot sauces from the hot ones. It was like garlic something. And uh, it, my asshole was really clean. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Honestly, it burns it twice. <laughs> yeah. God damn. It tasted good. But boy, oh boy, not on the way up. Yeah, so when, when, when COVID first kicked off, we, uh, the neighbors and I couldn't the neighbors and I couldn't get together for, for hanging out and beers and whatnot. And so one, one day the guy, uh, one of the guys said, all right, you know, go out and, and find your hottest hot sauce and make some wings with it and put them all in a, in a cup. And so we kind of set it, you know, our, our yards all back up against each other. And so we set, you know, a, 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 a solo cup with, uh, you know, the uh, hot wings in uh, each person's yard and, and we had a little uh a little hot wing challenge and so four grown idiots standing uh you know about uh 20 yards away from each other all <laughs> eating hot wings seeing who could survive and man uh i don't think i'm i'm eating any hot shit in vegas god you could have won <laughs> the goddamn game if you would have had a drone and had somebody filming that oh uh, you would have gone viral <laughs> I guess if I'm sleeping on Mark's floor, maybe I need to not eat the hottest shit in the world. But like, well, maybe I'm I definitely should. Definitely not staying there if that's the case. <laughs> I think you should actually and just torture him. Just put some, eat some eggs, some hot sauce. Cheese, food, cheese gets me. For yeah, it, for yeah. sure. Yeah, poor guy. Good thing he goes to sleep early. He won't even know. He'll just be eating my farts all night. That motherfucker. Um. You won, Jay. You won. But to just flex on Ultra a little bit more, we'll give you one more question, see if you can really flex on him. And uh, the question is, which planet is... So what's the name of a planet where one year equals 88 days on Earth? Awesome question. Okay, let me let me think. Okay, distance. Uh, Get your Matt McConaughey on. So it's got to be it's got to be one year is eighty eight. Yes, one year equals so to eighty eight days on Earth. Um, come on, it's not too. Uh, it's got to be one of the one year. I, like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to the wrong side wrong side of our planet here. Uh, let's go Mercury. That is the correct answer. He is flexing on Ultra at this point. I Six to four. What is what is what is Venus? Do you have the all of them? I don't. I don't. Oh, Venus I would be shorter though. Mars. No, because it's shorter the closer you are to oh, to Mars. the sun. Shorter, so Venus. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yep. 
yeah, shorter uh, time it takes to go around the sun once. What is your bonus question, Spine? I cannot hear the word Venus without thinking of those Razor commercials when I was growing up. <laughs> or the song. <laughs> it's like, I'm your Venus, I'm your fire, your desire. It's a great I just track. can't. Bang Even Venus Williams couldn't like supplant <laughs> that in my brain for some reason. I just when I hear Venus, that's just what I think of. I wouldn't uh, have got that right, by the way. Definitely would not have been any help. It would have been tough. I wouldn't have known to go Venus or Mercury. Well, I'm glad he he had well, two uh, options to choose from there versus a million different peppers in the world. Out there. <laughs> we didn't tell him he had no options. He just, <laughs> to be fair, he would have got the pepper question. Yeah. You're I, right. I thought I, right. I didn't think it was the actual name of a planet because you said, what is a planet? What is the name of the has... planet where one well, year equals? But then to I was like, man, is there like a mini some sort of like, cause there's dwarf, you know, dwarf planets or whatever. But I thought there might've been some weird, name uh, i don't right. know i was going way way off the rails <laughs> you were like, way deep on your yeah on a bong rip I yeah had a clue i was but i was just kind of <laughs> racking my brain like should i know like one of these okay but i still wouldn't have known that so it was a good question very good question i like that i like those that was fun that was good trivia is always a blast i'll save my questions for next week save your questions for next week uh that was great we Jesus, three hours and fifteen minutes. We just we ripped through it. We did it again. We yeah. fought. We fought about Jokic. We learned about Ultra. We talked the future of NFTs. We did it all, all day. Go buy your quarterbacks, like we well, said. One thing we didn't talk. One thing that we did not hit on was: Did you listen to the new Drake album? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I've given it one listen to so far. What, um, what are your early thoughts? Uh, I called it online. You saw my tweet. I called it 808s and Heartbreak because it yep. was like his 808s album, a little more sing-songy, which I don't mind. It's okay. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's got a little more like European beat selection yeah. on it or something. Um, I thought Sticky was the standout track on my first time through. It's you know the song too good off of views. It was kind of yeah. like it was like he took that as a basis and was like I'm gonna make an album kind of based in this vibe. You know, it was good. I've seen a lot of hate online. I didn't think it was worthy of hate. Right. Um. But it's yes, it's not Drake spitting like really witty little two bars. You know, it's a little more of a mood. Yeah, it's kind of fitting that it was only announced like six hours before it was released or whatever too. Like that. Yeah, I like it when artists take a chance and don't just feel like they need to do the same goddamn thing every time, too. So, yeah, like, like Kendrick Lamar taking five years or however long it took between albums. That's yeah, that, that's okay. That's okay, too. Like, there's there's two steps to it. There's, you know, the Kendrick Lamar's, though, is like he's crafting every syllable and every word to mean like 17 things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's, I, although, and and to be fair, on his newest album, Kendrick said he had severe writer's block for two years. Like just really struggled writing anything. So apparently the album took a long time. To I, I like just from that. His new album a lot, actually. I listened to it the last cool. like four times I've mowed. I just 
just pump it on and crank it's, it up. It's a journey. The the production on the new Kendrick is just fucking incredible too. Like the way a beat can switch and change mood and tempo midway through a song. The Drake album's a little different. It's a little more like put it on, you know, put it on. There's people over you're having a couple drinks. Yeah. You put it on the Drake album. It's a little more of a vibe. The Kendrick album's. I think you're right, Edgy. It's it's more like I got my headphones in. I'm yeah, you like, gotta be locked in, like listening, yeah. and like wanting actively, yes, to actively interpret and just kind of like seek the meaning instead of just like enjoying, like you said, the vibe of it. Totally, like you can sit with a song like N95 and be like, "What does it mean for like I, two? Yeah, I just you know two them. two years." There's great uh, some great podcasts actually that really break down some of that stuff, uh, like his last couple albums, and he, you walk away from them being like, "Holy shit, this guy is." Just on another level, you know. Yep. Oh, uh, word, word before on we the wrap street, this up, there's a Wolfpack battle, a rap battle going on in Vegas. Uh, just throwing that out there. Oh, I you guys actually, are going to get um, absolutely trounced if we do a Wolfpack rap battle. Yeah. So you'll definitely. Be I used to player. run a rap battle league. <laughs> RBL. Didn't not RBL. Do you watch RBL? No, I just. Does the three letters at the beginning of the words you just said? So I say yes. RBL. So yeah, is that a real? That's a real thing. There's yeah, RBL is a, ba- is a battle league. URL is popular. King of the Dot. I I used to be very involved, not necessarily as a battler, but in the battle scene. We uh, so my senior year in college, we <laughs> had this guy on our team, white dude, but he liked to rap, and so we all made our own rap videos and um posted them on our secret facebook page we had a facebook group page in college for our baseball team and the coaches found out and we had um two hours of punishment at 6 a.m the next morning we had a text from the assistant coach and listed the six or seven of us that made rap videos and uh it was just us like singing but uh yeah it's I'd love to I'd love to see some live action rap battles in Vegas. Oh, it'd be incredible. Well, if we get drunk enough, Spence thinks he could rap, so maybe uh Spence if you get drunk enough. I can't enough, like freestyle, but if me. you if you give me like something written. Yeah, I can We'll give you half let, an hour. Let me take on Spence in Vegas, all right? I'm you versus kidding. Spence in Vegas, Spence, what do you think? Fucking on, I'm bringing that shit. No, I I'm just going to to box somebody. That's all. I'm, <laughs> you I'm get like a rap. reach advantage on everyone, don't you? I'm not going to rap battle anybody. I'm I'm going to box somebody. I'll do that. But he anybody... has a reach advantage, but he's also an incredible pussy. So it's it's like negates <laughs> the reach. What? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen him throw a, an axe. Oh, true. He did huck an axe like a Viking. I am. He, I, well, he was I, halfway to the target when he let it go, but he bit, walked up and put it in the bullseye. And then was like, "Look <laughs> at me, guys!" I did do that. I think Wolf, like, so, like, you should spit something right now. Like, why wouldn't you just spit Ooh. something quickly? No, no, not on the internet. Yeah, why not? A preview. You can't oh, say, no. "Listen, hey, hey, guys, my, I used to run a league." And then now you balk at, at spitting a line. Just spit one line. Like it's nope, no well, big save it. Save it for Vegas. It'll happen. You'll get but you'll like, get it out of me in Vegas. Why? But Jose, okay, Jose's not going to be in Vegas. He wants to hear it. Like, <laughs> like 
I even shared Ultra some Nathan McKinnon bars. Did you? Yeah. I could I could have swore that Wolf put uh, put him him rapping about the Wolf Packy in the Wolf Chat or something like that. I put a I put a bar in there because I was practicing the other day and and uh, you know I was like, it take what you're given. Patience for winning eight to six. Fuck Ultra and Nathan McKinnon. You know some shit like that. How did I, like I miss it. this? I like yeah, it. and it's in there in video form. In video form. How do I go back and search for that? Uh, it would have been it would have been the night of the f- game one, whatever Edmonton was. So you'd have to s- search back a bit. I even tagged you in it. All right, I'll have to go take a look then. Yeah. <laughs> so Spence versus Spine in Vegas. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> I'll come up with a few bars. Sure. Okay. Okay. Fine. Spence or Spine, who do you get to help to write? Spence might hire me. So I like, write myself. I write my own bars. Right, right, I write okay. my own bars. <laughs> Here I go, about to flow, about to let the wolf pack know I'm spitting game. I'm making claims you couldn't even understand unless you listen to the wolf pack every Friday at 9 p.m. How about that? Oh, there was like a yeah. rhyme in there. <laughs> That's scary as hell. That was <laughs> That's some dope shit there, guys. Damn. Next level. You sounded so <laughs> white. <laughs> that was that was a white guy. That's uh, you gotta have some like spine charming reference, you know, like twisting Spence up, oh, like because you're oh. a spine charmer, right? Okay, breaking spines, making. Cl- uh, I'm gonna, that's the same rhyme. Okay, I got you. Know, I'm, like, I'm a car I'm dude. I'm that kind of farmer. Breaking, I'm breaking okay. Spence's back because I'm a spine charmer. You know, oh, you gotta oh. get into that. You gotta get into that level. Oh. Yeah. Mm, okay, all right. I'm working on it. I'm gonna put some put some work in in the uh, what do they call that? The lab. The, the lab. lab. Yeah, the lab. man. I'm going to the fucking lab right now. Me too. He is going to the lab. <laughs> Ahmed, you jumped in here. Ahmed got in here. He was like, talking about rap battles. I'm in. I pee on poo, then on you. Oh. Ooh. Very goblin. Goblin bar. Goblin bar. I like it. That's my album. Goblin bar. <laughs> <laughs> was that edgy or Ahmed? That was a really good goblin voice. I don't know who was it. <laughs> you just have to guess. <laughs> what happened to Goblin Spaces too? There hasn't been one for a few weeks. We need another Goblin so Space. So they they're like a bunch of like unofficial ones going on, but they're Did you know the chick or the person running the tw- Twitter is a chick? No. I saw that. I saw yeah. that. I thought that was so, great. She's that's been great. Oh yeah, it's been awesome. So She's like incredible. at at eleven forty five central, whatever day this was, um, Tob sent a message and said, "Emergency Zoom call. I will not wait more than two minutes for anyone. Get on if you want." At eleven fifty five, so we jumped on it, and he told us that uh, they they were behind it, and it was just like fucking wild. Oh, that's I loved awesome. all the the. Um... Twitter feed and people were like, I was just talking to this guy and he's in my fantasy league or whoever. Oh, these guys are all like, um, yeah. So like Mike Dudas, who was the initial person who tweeted about it, which is whenever I was like, when he tweeted that he had minted it and I went and saw that he had minted from his wallet, I was like, okay, I feel comfortable like sharing this. Well, that was why, because he told us he knew the founders. Well, we're in a slack with, with all of, well, with 
a, cu- a couple of them. And so it was just so crazy. But uh, the art, I mean, that process gray. The art's insane. He, he's good. He's like legit good. Um, yeah. So it's it's exciting. Next week's going to be fun. Stuff. They keep bringing out stuff. There's little, even just little pieces every day or so or whatever it is. Every piece is incredible, and you want it as a background on your phone or whatever it is. It's like really lovely stuff. Yeah, and like those could be all be one of ones. And to see what I'm happy to see what they are doing at NFT NYC. And I'm I got my buddy who lives in New York, and I was like, hey, if you can go to one of these food truck stops, it'd be cool just to see if like you can get something, or maybe there's something to their hand, even if it's a sticker or something. I thought like oh, stuff I'm gonna... for me, that'd be great. Oh, I'm, I'll pick up whatever you need. I'll be there, and I'm going. If, if there's, uh, I don't know, if there's merch or whatever. Uh, think, there's going to be, there's going to be uh, McGoblin Burger hats, and what do you say, polos? I think maybe, but having like an after party. Um, that's at a secret location that they're not announcing like the location till five minutes before. So it'll be like super wild, but it's from I think 11 p.m. till 4 a.m. or something like that. And he said they've got some wild, immersive stuff planned at this spot. So I'm very much looking forward to it. If you'll pick me up one piece of merch, uh, I'll try to get as much as I can. Yeah, to yeah, be yeah. honest, uh, um, a hat or whatever doesn't matter. One, yeah, one thing I will definitely cool. try for sure. No problem. Love it. I laughed because. Um, they did that spaces a couple Fridays ago, the, the official one, and I tuned in and saw a bunch of you guys on there. So I saw Spine was in there, and then I like watched a movie with my wife, did a bunch of stuff, and then I was like, oh, it's still going. I turned it on. I'm like, Spine is still in there. And I, <laughs> I messaged him like, bro, did you listen to this for four hours? And he was like, I fell asleep while it was on. I, uh... Bro, my headphones are in, just like falling asleep. <laughs> yep. <it's easy laughs> pendulum, to... pendulum, pendulum. <laughs> It's wild. It's absolutely uh, wild. Absolutely funny. Wicked, guys. Well, uh, that was a great. That was a lot of fun. It's fine. Thanks for coming in, Spence. You know. Yeah. No worries. I, uh, yeah, it's... I was out the whole night with my nine-year-old for a birthday for him. Oh, wow. awesome. That's yeah, two that nights happened. in a row. You did laser tag yesterday for the birthday, too. The, the birthday was with the, yesterday was laser tag with his friends. And then uh, we do a one-on-one for all our kids, uh, just with mom and dad every year. So well, that was fun. Tonight. Where do the other kids stay? So we got babysitters for the youngest two, and then the other eleven-year-old had another birthday party for her friend. Gotcha. Yeah. Just want to make sure your kids were being, you know, well taken, properly care cared for. Yeah. Yep. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like they're neglected sometimes, but this tonight was fine. Yeah, he he just puts on a goblin chat for them. <laughs> yes, that here for the next four hours, raising them right. Millet, the youngest Spence would love the goblin chat. Just, just get her goblin talking when they're young. She would, she would be up for it. They like the goblins. They they've perused and said, "Why don't you buy that one?" And I'm like, "Well, it's like seven grand, so." <laughs> <laughs> You know. So I'll buy two. You know how I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, big deal. Yeah. Why the one-on-one? It just gives us time to, like, focus on each one individually, right? Because most of the time, it's us with all four or us with two of them or three of them. So it just gives that extra attention. They get to pick what we do. They get to pick where to eat. 
um, that type of thing. So they really, they really look forward to it. What did they pick to do? So tonight we went to VR and then we went to blaze pizza cause my son loves blaze pizza. And then we went to, uh, an American Ninja warrior gym, um, that he wanted to try out cause he always watches the TV show. Does he like that? The, the American Ninja warrior kids that they do now? Yeah. Yeah. He, he likes that stuff. He, he likes that for sure. Um, that's what made him want to do it. He was like, okay, I'm going to try this. So, um, yeah, no, it's fun. Is there footage of you doing American Ninja Warrior stuff? There's one video of me trying the warp, warped wall, um, but no one's going to see it. Oh, come on. <laughs> we'll steal his phone in video. Okay, mm, if he loses to Spine in the battle, he has to show us the video. We, yeah. get, we get five minutes in Spence's phone looking at all his DMs. Wow. God, no, wow. you do not want to do that. Oof. Oof. But what if Spence wins? What if Spence wins? There's no way he's willing to take that risk. What if Spence wins? I would be exposed. How many days do you have? What? For what? For all his DMs, I mean, to catch up on them. You get five minutes in his phone. Yeah, that would be bad for me. Is that a problem? It would be be bad for other people. It would be bad for other people, to be honest. Other people would be exposed. Your wife? I could ruin ruin a bunch of people. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mo- wow this guys act like he's putin here he's like <laughs> poor governments would be toppled if they saw my dms <laughs> yeah. they would know how many people i'm talking about do you know how important i am on the dm but what if you win what do we get from spine uh i kind of want that tequila Let's be honest, Spence. You sound like Epstein right now. Honestly, you like a he does. Life. He sounds a little Epstein-like. What is that? <laughs> what, what do you mean, Jeffrey Epstein? You've got a list on everybody. You've got all these little facts and moments. You're gonna ruin everybody. I don't know. I yeah, don't... I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's just—I I need to calm down. I'm sorry. I couldn't ruin anything. <laughs> right. Typical. He likes to. He just it. likes to stir the pot with everybody. Show that. Other people would realize he's stirring the pot about them. I'll, They're I'll, stirring the pot about him. I'll tell you who the biggest hypocrite is. Um, it, uh, well, no, maybe, maybe not hypocrite. No, I won't say it. It's okay. I'll no, speak, just I'll, say it. You've I'll already opened this can here, Epstein. No, it's okay. It would be just... Spence is Barry. Spence is Barry. If anybody's watching Barry, oh, this guy is like, yep. he's got like two personalities. He's, he's two yep. different people. <laughs> Am I? Who's the biggest hypocrite, Spence? I'll see you in Vegas, Spence. I can't wait. I'm so Spence excited. wants that bottle of tequila. Spence is trying to get out of his earlier statement here, guys. I'm I don't drinking think that should. tequila right now, by the way, Spence. Are you yeah. actually? I thought, you right. you thought, you thought, I thought you were bringing it to Vegas, Spine. You guys are fucking crazy. I'm drinking it right now. What? What? Okay. We didn't want to see you in Vegas. We just wanted to see that tequila. I thought you showed it to us because you were going to share. Are you kidding me? Why would you put it in the Las Vegas group? Yeah, I mean, it's just I that was an accident. I was trying to go for Wolfpack group. Oh. Like, hey, oh, well, okay. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Listen, stop at the liquor store. I'll buy a bring bring a bottle of vodka in this the shape of a wolf, if possible. This guy leaves the Vegas chat and then and then drops a pick of tequila when I when I add him back, and he's like, "Sorry, oh, I left. I'll bring this no, tequila." I mean, yeah, now no, he's like, it, but, uh, "I'm drinking it." 
<laughs> oh, n- nobody's allowed to have a bad day in the wolf pack. So. No, no bad days. No bad days allowed. Jesus, Are you kidding? I got to be a superhero every day. Go. None of us have ever had a bad day. Edgy, has he ever had a bad day? No. Uh, Edgy, I don't know. A little emotional sometimes. I have a ton he, of bad days. Yeah, he he gets down on himself a little. Ahmad's bit. never had a bad day. No, Ahmad's. Ahmad's constant. Ahmad's he just constant. travels around going to sports games for his whole life. How could he have a bad day? I know. He, he... I've had lots of bad days. A horrendous day months ago. What's you? Let's not get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm closing this out. It's been long enough. All right, it's been long enough. You're right. You're okay. right. Okay, guys. The biggest, the biggest, the biggest Top Shot stan in our Wolfpack chat is Ultra. Yeah, the biggest shit talker in DMs is Ultra. Sure, <laughs> 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 is that true? It's out of love. It's out of love for the for for the product. You know, it's constructive criticism. You got to know where to vent. <laughs> Spence is your safe space. Spence, There's that's his thing. He positions himself to be everyone's safe space, so, so that's how he gets the dirt on everybody. In the DM, and he literally just outed him, so I'm never telling Spence a single in goddamn the, thing from this moment forward. Listen, I just got a DM saying, I know who you're talking about. Say it. Say it. It's me. And I was like, damn right, it's you. That's why I said it. Because you just DM'd <laughs> so this, this, so what, this is what happens in the chat, in the main chat. You know, there'll be something going on. Ultra will say, Really excited for this feature. This will be great. And then I'll get another DM that says, "This sucks. This is, <laughs> this is will do nothing. Not a needle. Not a needle mover." And I'll be like, "What the hell?" And then I'll jump back, and he's like, "Yeah, Spence, be more positive." And I'm like, "What? The? <laughs> What's going on?" He's my boy. Okay. Yeah, can't, we can't all have multiple true. personalities. It's okay. That's why we're into PFPs and all this in general, because we can have our our personality extensions and whatnot. It's all in good fun. It definitely is. And that's why we're a bunch of grown men who met over the internet that are going to go hang out in real life. So, yeah, you, you made that sound so cool. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) My friends think it's really cool. They're like, Oh, Vegas with your internet friends. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they're like, you can't miss it. Huh? <laughs> I really need to go. Yeah. I really need to see you guys. I would FOMO if I'm not there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta go see your internet friends. <laughs> You're gonna sleep on Mark's floor. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> His name's not even Mark. I did LinkedIn. Actually, I I, I did LinkedIn him. He's legit. <laughs> he sent us his resume like eight months ago for something. Have you linked something. in me as well, Spence? You creeper? Uh, no, I haven't linked in you. I haven't got linked in either. I, I actually Facebooked Wolf. So. Oh, really? When did you do that? Spence did too because he messaged me when we first started talking. He's like, you're a purple belt in jiu-jitsu? I was like, how the fuck did you know that? And he's like, I was creeping on your Facebook. I mean, that's not even hard. I didn't do. go through your pictures. I just... I know your name, so I just tried to friend you, but my bad. I didn't want to creep on you like Spence. <laughs> no, no bad at all. I I met you. I knew your name was not Spine. That was I was mildly disappointing, but uh, we moved on. All right. Are we? Are we? Um, I don't want to take away from this. My no, you're good. Yeah, to that's all, fine. To all the Wolfpack out there worldwide and Spence. 
wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you'll join me for a burger and a good night. How? Night, y'all. That was a fun one. Later, boys.